All right. We're live. Hello and welcome, everybody, to the Melomancy Podcast, where today we're going to talk about the power of God and anime. So that Nintendo Direct victim. It happened. Oh, there was a lot of God and a lot of anime. The power of God and anime came through, and Pyra slash Mithra slash Hikari slash Homura Smash Brothers. I wanted it in the first season. I wanted it as the second fucking character after they announced Joker. But they didn't fucking oh, do yeah. it. And I, what the fuck? Like, it, it, it's it, had, it had to be a build-up. I know. Think about it. Monolith Soft, they, they while they were creating Xenoblade Chronicles 2, they cr- also did a lot of the dev work for Breath of the Wild. That's why the tech is the same. Like, it looks the same, even though they're two totally different games, right? It's because it was the same fucking devs. And let me go ahead and announce that we're live to the to the masses. I had everything queued up, so... Post, tweet, post, Shitposter Club, Twitter, Discord, whatever. See, you're already on, on the ball with this. When I stream, I fucking, like... I'm like... Sometimes I'll queue up my tweet. That's, I've, I've seen <laughs> that's you. I've seen you stream, and I've seen you. Uh, like you have that splash screen that says, "You know, we'll be right there. Get yourself a beverage and get comfortable." And it's like, man, I didn't think about that. Maybe I should do that instead. But then I have to do more editing. Like the the more like True. the more tight we get the intro done uh, in the vod, uh, and also last time with just delivering the outro. Uh, during the VOD, instead of, like, having to edit it in later, it saved me a shitload of time in rendering. I don't even know if I rendered it. I think I uploaded it raw. Um, the, the episode before last, because last time you you couldn't make it, so I just played Clone Hero for some people. And, oh, and, did, yeah, yeah. and I did some Melomancy Q&A. It was actually super fun. Um, so, and I got the chat open if we get more questions and answers, but I found out that uh, the Seder software that, that Amy made, uh, my friend from the Fediverse, right, that this this uh, show is being streamed on uh, is very behind in the chat. So uh, oftentimes, like I, I just saw guest number six joined and left. It's the first guest. I don't know why they're number six, but um, probably because the stream is going to be a few minutes ahead of uh, the chat. And once the stream is a few minutes in, anyone who loads the page will probably see the beginning. And that's a little disappointing. Um, and I don't have any way to reconcile that. I love the software. I love being able to stream with no chains on me. Like, um, I, I mentioned before the show to you, Victim, that uh, the Clone Hero community is kind of in shambles on, on Twitch because they can't play some songs because of DMCA takedowns. Because the music industry has a lot of um, insecurities. Did you hear that at BlizzCon, uh, Metallica played and they had to put a jingle over some of the songs to yes. avoid a DMCA takedown? Oh, fuck. That was so dumb. That's embarrassing. And it was Metallica, which makes it even funnier. Like, a lot of people point out that, you know, Metallica is a lot of the reason why DMCA exists. I don't know if that's necessarily true. There are a lot of reasons why... Um, they definitely pushed for it, they, if they, nothing else. They pushed to end piracy, because they viewed piracy as an attack on music, right? Because they th- they viewed record sales as a, a viable income. Um, and, and with uh, torrenting and, and uh, the prevalence... I mean, it still prevalent, Yes, like with the prevalence of illegal downloading in the early 2000s, um, most musicians made money on the road. But when you're in a predatory label that has thousands of salaried employees to pay, your road touring like money is like barely livable. Like, yeah, you get to tour the world. That's a cool experience, but you're not rich, right? Unless you're fucking Metallica and you sell out these shows. Uh, but even then, they were not like, like they can retire happily. They didn't 
they don't make a lot of money, right? Meanwhile, you know, uh, some asshole can make like a catchy song. It goes viral on like TikTok or something, and they they don't have employees. They're just one person, and then they get like all this money, right? Like yep. like streaming has come a long way in terms of music, but there's many many laws and regulations that are still behind in the times, and it's just poetic that Metallica got censored on Twitch for performing their own music. <laughs> yeah, apparently they were only censored on like non-official avenues so like twitch they got hit because it wasn't their like primary like streaming platform or something like that i forget how they explained that apparently there was somewhere on the internet you could still watch it with the live audio but wasn't where most people were watching it apparently it was probably blizzard.com slash blizzcon or some shit like yeah but i don't give a shit about blizzard i didn't watch it live i just laughed about it later Blizzard yeah, I, has fallen from grace. Like I just was not interested yeah. in watching it whatsoever this year. Like who gives a shit about Blizzard? What are, oh, another WoW expansion maybe? Oh, Diablo 5, where are your phones at? I don't give a shit, dude. Like I didn't even like Diab- obviously Diablo 2 HD is coming. We all saw that coming. And uh, it's not being made by them, and that's the only reason why it even seems fucking remotely worth my time. Exactly. So it's like uh, I don't know, man. Like But to be fair with you, Diablo 2 is not going to do well in this this ecosystem. It's going to be the same thing with fucking vanilla uh, World of Warcraft. Right. Only the very niche motherfuckers who are already still playing, except me. I'm, I'm an outlier. Mm-hmm. I bet you I'd fucking love the shit of it and sit there and play it for fucking thousand hours. Maybe like, maybe, um, maybe you should stream it. Like, that might be a fun uh, maybe. thing. You, you play a lot of games for leisure that you don't stream, I've noticed. Um yeah like like path of exile but i know like not not every moment needs to be streamed like that might ruin the experience i don't don't know what your take is on that but part of it is i don't like streaming when i'm tired and i don't like Mm -hmm. streaming when i uh, like uh, i mean spoiler alert i'm an introvert or well most of the time i'm an introvert Mm -hmm. um i have my moments usually induced by alcohol but hey um where i don't I don't like to, I guess, put myself out there when I'm not willing to, <clears throat> not willing to really do entertain. I guess I don't know what word to use, but and that's pretty much why I would like if I'm playing like path, well, I was playing Path with uh, Dream and Hells, and I was playing it at like past midnight, and that's usually past when I stream, usually when I'm tired, uh-huh. and I'd go like late. If I streamed that, I I wouldn't stop. <laughs> I'd go until I passed out. Now, I know you're so. you're talking the other a couple episodes ago about how you stayed up super late playing Minecraft of all games. But of course, uh, I, I think um, you have moved even further beyond to uh, to new shores, Vanheim or yeah. Valheim, Vanheim, Valheim, yeah, Valheim. Val- what is it, it's uh, it's supposed to be like the purgatory before Valhalla or something? I think is the idea behind the name. Yeah, everything I know about Norse mythology I learned from playing Dominions, uh, which yeah. is an obscure game that most of our viewers probably have never heard of. Um, but if you want to get into it, Dominions 4 and 5. I haven't played 5. I've played 3 and 4. It, it, they all look the same. They keep remaking it. It feels like a remake, but it's a sequel. It's, the graphics are hilariously bad. But the strategy is hilariously depth. Or deep. Depth? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Uh, I, yeah. I mean... Valheim's a, it's a pretty good game. I mean, I'm I'm pretty addicted to it too. It mm-hmm. it's a little sad because the game facilitates a lot of content just by sheer unwillingness to bow to like 
mechanical stuff, so like you can't just warp all over the place with the resources that you need. You need to lug them back, and you mm-hmm. can't just find them. You need to go like search them out. And at first, it seemed like it was going to be tedious, but like they have actual sailing mechanics in that game, and it's fucking badass. Nice. So it's just like you feel pretty good. I, I like that when when games like force you to like work for a thing, like fast travel's cool, but like I think it ruins some games. Like it honestly does. There's a lot of games that would be a lot better off if there was no fast travel, in my opinion. Or at least were somewhat somewhat restricted. Yeah, like obviously some fast travel should exist. Like, um, what's a good example? Like, um, let's take Genshin Impact for example. We could talk about Genshin later. I know it's everyone's favorite topic. And I do want to talk about it because it's been a bit because I did the QA two weeks ago. You weren't here, and then I mean it's got it's got a new update. There, going a the lot time. has happened. Updates, technically, but... a lot has happened since we last talked on on stream, and um, more is coming. So we'll talk about it some more later. But let's just take Genshin for example. What if the statues uh, were the only waypoints for fast travel? What would you like? That would be a lot of walking. Uh, but we could maybe have mounts or have some means of walking faster that isn't combat. Like, I mean, we could do that, right? That would make sense. Yeah. Uh, another design perspective would be Guild Wars 2. Uh, you know, the heaven forbid I've mentioned Guild Wars 2. But, like, after um, the jungle expansion, a Heart of Thorns, which everyone hated, um, the, the expansion after that, uh, which is about where we dropped off because our guilds fell apart of no fault of our own. That's a story that we've told before, I'm sure. Um, yeah, yep. But, uh, you know, a lot of us in, in the Melomancy community, we, we stopped playing Guild Wars. I think Hydro stayed through it, but uh, he had other interests in at heart with, with Guild Wars uh, that <laughs> he, we did not share. Uh, he still complains about it to this day. Like, I'm like, I man, know. if you don't want to play, don't play it. But whatever. I know. But that's okay. Like, it's his hustle. And, you know, it, <laughs> yeah, brings, honestly, him, yeah. it brings him joy. He, he found a way to enjoy it with us gone. And I'm, I'm happy for him. But, like, um, so... I bring up Guild Wars because in the Path of Fire expansion and all the maps that came out after that with the Living World, with they, their best maps ever made, by the way, um, and they have very few waypoints. Some of them only have like one or two, um, and it's hard to notice because you just want to fucking use your mounts anyway. <laughs> yeah, because the mount mechanics in Guild Wars Two are some of the best I've ever used in a game ever. Like, like mm. I might not give Guild Wars Two much, aside from the fact that it, it definitely started out really strong. And Heart of Thorns was okay, but had a lot of flaws, especially a lot of flaws in the way that you were supposed to fucking grind stuff. It was just horrible. Um, but Path of Fire's mounts easily kicked the shit out of any mount in any MMO. Yeah. I don't... You, you, you Really, anyone that contests that probably doesn't play enough MMOs. Or they've played some fucking niche MMO that, like, that's where all their budget went. And nobody's ever fucking heard of it before. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. the only only two options. Yeah, I'm thinking if instead of releasing Heart of Thorns and then Living World Season 3, which is hard for me to say because I really love Living World Season 3, it was definitely their best one, um, if they went for their first expansion, if it was Path of Fire, like, I think that game would be way more popular than it is because that expansion was just objectively better um, Yeah, in every way over Heart of Thorns. Heart of Thorns was kind of a lull. It was, like, more of the same... Uh, they were reinventing themselves at the time. Uh, they reworked so many things in that era, uh, especially with PvP. How builds worked were fundamentally redone, right? To to yeah. have a more sustainable future for their content, which was for some reason PvP focused, which I think was a mistake. Uh, I we enjoyed together their PvP, but it was it was not um, future proof. 
I, I would say. Um, no, I think the fact that they were moving away from making Worldly World kind of influence things, which it never really influenced things much, but they could have leaned into that harder. And I think that would have really given them an edge in the MMO market because right now nobody does RVR. And if they do it, it's so half-assed. Like, people praise ESO lately. Like, and I think it's just because it's got a smaller, more niche community now. So when you hear people talk about it, it's the people who've been playing it for like 10,000 hours. And if they don't praise the game, they feel like they wasted 10,000 hours of their life. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I might be a little salty. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um, but like the point there is that like, their RVR is not very good. It doesn't influence literally anything, mm. and very few people play it. Yeah, it's real sad. It's also very, very hard to get into, so that's probably why. Mm. But hey, before we move on to further topics, let me refresh my stream and make sure it's actually working. I don't want to. I, I don't want to get too far to where we can't start over. Oh yeah, it's working. Look, if I click this, cool. I can hear it. I just want to see what happens. I'm gonna start hearing double. No, I don't hear anything, but I see my face. I see your face. I'm wearing the two ref shirt. It's backwards though. Yeah, it's real sad. I see. It's very, very hard to get into. Oh, it just started playing after I I clicked it. Okay, we're good. We're extra good, for sure. All right. Yes, I am wearing the two ref shirt. By the way, uh, that it's backwards on my fucking camera. Thanks, Jitsi, for nothing. Second, Republic Assault Force two ref. That's the. Uh, Where's the first one? That it's, you know. <laughs> was us no um that on impact i feel like i should explain it from the beginning uh i think that would be a good a good st- stage setter so uh Probably. if you've heard of guild wars 2 and you've heard of their role versus world like you uh w- one thing i like to compare it to is planet side because it is a three faction free for all of lots of players that, that that's where the similarities end unfortunately um unfortunately for guild wars uh because obviously planet side 2 is like what eight years old now and still going um I mean, I think, uh, yeah. I think Guild Wars They're 2 is almost also, nine. Yeah. Guild Wars 2 is Something also like that, yeah. around that old, uh, which makes me feel old. Uh, but 2012. I do, I do remember getting a physical copy of Guild Wars 2. It's in a box over there. Um, and I still have the box. Uh, I remember a bunch of my coworkers at the time were really hyped because they were really big Guild Wars 1 fans. And they're like, Dylan, get a copy. And I'm like, okay. And and I, I, I got it. I, I, I joined them. We had a little clan um, this was back when Melomancy was deep in HeroCraft, deep in Minecraft. I got all the way to level 80 before all of y'all joined me and played. This is all in great detail in episode one, which is really hard to listen to because the editing is really bad. I still find it funny that that was your guys' first MMO, like first real MMO. Yeah. And I'm like sitting here like probably like my like eighth MMO I've played. I know. So you see the <laughs> flaws straight up, but like I'm an, I'm enamored. I'm like, holy shit, this is a lot of people. I've never played a game with this many people on screen. Um, and Guild Wars was just a cool setting and it was action combat. You can dodge things. It wasn't quite tab. Tar- it was tab targeting, but it wasn't quite like, yeah, I, I swing my hybrid. sword and I have to connect with the sword hit. It wasn't like, it wasn't like, wow, I didn't play wow, but I knew what wow was like. Um, I'm never gonna play well. <laughs> uh, you, 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 that ship sailed. You've missed your chance if you ever really wanted mm-hmm. to at this point. But yeah, but Guild Wars Two was an important jumping off point because our community became like, and this, again, this is all detailed in Episode One and the Drunk Special from a few years back, which is even more detailed. Oh shit! Yeah, that's still on. Um, that's still on SoundCloud where the audio files go, and it which is pumped through RSS to like Spotify and shit. If you want to check it out, but like 
so so that at some point we were fed up with HeroCraft and we as a community wanted to lift and shift to something else, right? I set up forums for us. I set up our own TeamSpeak server, which HeroCraft previously provided for us, right? That's how the story goes. And uh, I think Guild Wars 2 was the first game we actually picked up. It wasn't yep. Warframe. Warframe was the second. Uh, and both games gave us some degree of success as a community in growing outside of HeroCraft. Um, that's when we knew it was real, right? Like, hey, people actually like us for us and are willing to join us just to be with us, right? Like, that was a big turning point for me. I don't know about you, but, like, like all the, yeah. the stuff with Warframe and its raiding community, rest in peace, and also, like, um, and Guild Wars. Like, I, I don't think we were big into World v. World, but we played PvP. We had teams of five, right? Like, we, we went pretty hard. I know you went really hard at PvP. Yeah. And, and, like, Hydro and Symbolite were right there with you in lockstep. Uh, Symbolite got into World v. World. I think I think he was the trendsetter that got us into some because uh, you could be in five guilds. Well. Yeah, you could be in five guilds at a time in Guild Wars Two, so we could have our Melomancy group and it's tight knit and all that shit. And then you could have a World v. World guild, and then you could have like three others that we don't need to know about. It's fine. Like you want to get into erotic <laughs> roleplay, you want to go to that weird ass inn in Lion, in Lion's Arch. You you can do that. You know, I'm not gonna follow you there, but you can do that. Right, uh, and Simbo, what's that guild you're rep in there? Uh, no, oh, oh uh, I don't know. Uh, it says Crater uh, to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sure. Buddy. I, I was thinking more our, our old buddy V Dog. He was he was into that erotic. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was in the, the ERP guild. I remember. Um, I, I tagged along one day just to see what it was all about, and I was like, "This is fucking weird," but I didn't know it was there. Like. It was kind of wild. Uh, I, the but, dark recesses of the MMO world. Yeah. It was pretty wild. Uh, I had a great time, though. And and Warframe was the other game we jumped on, but Warframe, like many other games, only allows you to have four people at a time, which is almost a deal-breaker. I mean, I, I played it for a long time and enjoyed it. Spent uh untold amount of money in the game. <laughs> um, Don't want to admit. But, cause I, but I only spent when there was like 50% or 75% off. But those kept coming. And, that's how they uh, get you. That's how they get you. Right. Can you imagine? I, can you, not one to talk. Trust could, me. Could you imagine if Genshin Impact did that as a login reward? Like I would spend so much more money. Like oh fuck. God. Easily. My, my wallet. Hands down. My wallet would be yeah. busted wide open. Be like we got to sell the house. Spirit Daddy's I coming actually, home. I, it's <laughs> funny. I, I talked about that on stream. If uh, if the rates were a little bit better, I might be more willing to spend more money. I think that there it's a missed opportunity to not get to, at least do events where mm-hmm. certain characters are a little easier to get. Like. Yeah. Or maybe uh, they'll adjust the rates to be more favorable on the rerun banners because we know a Venti rerun banner is coming. That that would be cool. I'd be down for that. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's supposed to have him and Klee on it. Yeah. So yeah. if they make it easier, but also you would have the chance, like the weapon banner fuckery. Yeah. I think that would be. A, I think that'd be okay. But are you really going to complain about C sixing a Klee when you wanted it to get another Venti constellation? Yeah, I'm not going to complain. If you can, comp- if you complain about that, then uh, it just means you haven't built your Klee and you don't know what you're fucking missing. <laughs> You know, uh, political dissidents are on their way to your house right now with guillotines. You should not complain about that. <laughs> Eat the rich, right? That's what they say uh, <laughs> in the comment section whenever someone shows that shit off. No, but it's fine. Oh, 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 that, that gets spammed. <laughs> Holy fuck, that's hilarious. So I wanted to talk about the fucking t-shirt I'm wearing. I, I got off track again. This this, this is the magic of the Melomancy podcast. I can never fucking stay on Hell topic. Yeah, dude. And now that we're live, all the mistakes are for everyone to see because I'm not editing them out. So to Raph, right? So so Melomancy, one of the games that we jumped to early besides Guild Wars and besides Warframe was Planetside. 
uh, which is also kind of old, eight to nine years old now, right? That game yep. is fun as fuck. I have gone through like three accounts because uh, the game has changed ownership multiple times, which normally is a bad sign. Uh, and for a while, it was a very bad sign, and it was demonstrably well, and it, bad. <laughs> it was more. It was more the devs changed hands. Right. They, they, they was the same people. They just kept getting swapped around. They're getting their names changed yeah. from what Sony Online Entertainment to Daybreak Games. Now they're Rogue Planet Games. I think there was another one in between there too. But yeah. So that's a bad look, and it's as bad as it sounds. It really. But it's in good hands yeah. today. It's in good hands today is the point I want to get across. But it wasn't in good hands when we started. And every time it changed hands, like, I didn't log in or something, or I was taking a break at the time, and I'd lose access to my account, right? So Dylon, Dylon9999, and Dylon9breaker, all taken because by me because I've had to re-roll. So I have Ninebreaker spelled backwards. It's like Rake Your Bend or some shit. It's really hard to pronounce. That's my current account. And that one is okay. <laughs> that one, uh, I am like level like 50, 60 on, on NC. Uh, if I had combined all the levels and experience and certs I got on my previous accounts, also my commissioner that I bought, like, you know, like my account would oh, be in, shit, yeah. my account would be in better shape if it was all one account the whole time. Right. I'm a little salty about that, but starting over wasn't so bad. I had you guys to back me up. You guys have your old accounts from forever ago. Uh, victim, you have everything unlocked, which is insane. Um, and uh, I think I'm only really missing like cursory upgrades or weapons that don't mm. matter. Yeah, like, and you didn't even blink when it came to construction. Like we came back after construction came out, and you were able to just buy up all the shit. <laughs> yeah, Rick's like, "Why don't we get into construction? That's new and cool." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> let's get into it." <laughs> you had the certs for it, so it's like, "All right, boys, we're gonna we're gonna construct." And we've had some really great moments just building bases where we shouldn't and surviving them. Like, I really like that small outfit feel. Like, so what happened with two wrap? The reason why I'm wearing a two wrap shirt. We're getting to the point of the story, right? So basically there came a point where it's like, you know, they release Bastions, which is like a 60-man fucking flying warship that requires a lot of outfit resources to, to, to buy, and only your outfit can pilot it. Our outfit is like like six to ten people with cracked accounts. Yeah. Like, not cracked as in stolen, but cracked as in we're really fucking overpowered, <laughs> right? Okay. We have everything, like, ridiculously overpowered. I'm using the fucking Vanquisher on my medic because it's a great gun, and it's like... Victim, you've unlocked almost everything in the fucking game. Like, there's nothing stopping us. And and I get bored with one gun, I swap to the next. Yeah, and in back of the day, we had Tret. We had a couple other people that had really cracked accounts, too. Right? Tret was god tier that game, too. I, I'm so sad. He had the same thing happen to you, except they his, the, at the time they, they had shut their support servers down. So anyone that lost their account during the, the original merge couldn't even ask for their account back. Right. He couldn't even ask for a refund for his, you know, for his account because he just couldn't contact anyone. So we were left. It, they at, were bought uh, out by Russian venture capitalists originally, ooh. by the way. So interesting. Just for for yeah. So we were left at a bit of an impasse with uh, PlanetSide having its best year ever with uh, the release of DirectX 11 or was it 10? It was one. Or it was other. 11, yeah. Which sounds like not a big deal with DirectX 12 being a thing, but, like, this game's old, right? Ooh, let me just tell you how fucking good it was. I would crash every other fucking second, and the game would, like, phase out and lag and have a ton of <laughs> bullshit. With my shitty graphics card, which I, I've now moved from, but, but it was before they made this change. The change fucking made everything perfect. Not a single crash, not a single issue. It was so beautiful. 
One of the best things I've ever so seen a dev team do, ever. I know. Like, and so we got into it. Like, I resubbed with the subscription. There's a subscription, by the way, if you're not aware. Um, it's not very expensive, and the perks are nice, um, but not required. And like, it they were having like their best year ever. And uh, the upward trend continues. By the way, this this year is going to be just as good as that year. It's looking like, and I'm getting there. So we came to an impasse where it's like, oh, I want to do all this Bastion shit. Like, the the five man tank had not come out yet. That is up our alley, right? But as a small clan with, or outfit as they're called, with a couple of really cracked out accounts, like, the Bastion's not really in our reach. If we summoned one, it would be very costly, and it would not benefit us at all. It would actually be a detriment to our faction, because we only have one per faction at a time. And so whatever alert we'd pulled it on, it would just get shot out of the sky, because we don't even have enough people to man all the guns, right? And so... Yeah. Uh, one person in our community, it, it was Colonel Rick. He's been on our show before. Um, he was like, I really want to try the, the big outfit experience. We could either recruit to Melonmancy, uh, leave Melonmancy. Well, really, we would give it to Irony, my, my wife, Destiny, right? And then she would just hold on to it. And then we would go elsewhere while the clan still exists. Um, and, like, join a big one, like GSLD or something, right? That's what we did in BDO. We just handed it to Mike. Oh, exactly. But I don't think we're. I don't think we're ever getting it back from him. <laughs> Probably not. I don't think he'll download that game ever again. But yeah. So, um, but that was the plan. Like the, that was that option on paper. Was yeah, we can go join like GSLD or Victory Company or another big new conglomerate. That's the blue team. Um, yep. Faction uh, outfit, and uh, we decided, nah, let's keep Melomancy. Let's keep our cracked out characters in Melomancy. And um, and victim, you didn't do this right away. But everyone else was, or I say everyone, I mean everyone interested. Uh, we all rolled TR character. That's the red team, uh, the the Terran Republic. Um, we all rolled TR characters and started over. Uh, so we kept our Melomancy characters and we could still play them. Uh, but like Symbolite and Rick, they, they went really hard on their red accounts and they got just as cracked as their blue accounts in a very short amount of time, which is kind of staggering if you think about it, because that was that's quite the achievement. Like, but Symbolite puts fair. in so much time. Holy if shit. you if you sink like a whole day on their like or on their uh, quadruple, <sighs> sorry on their quadruple nights, mm-hmm. um, you'll get there. Oh yeah. Also, there's boosters and shit that you get over time from just winning alerts. So like, in time you'll get there, and it's actually not that big of a commitment. Um, not anymore. It used to be a fucking horrific commitment. But... Right, and you went through it on your blue character. Yep. Holy fuck. So. Like, we're talking, like, at least 1,500 hours dumped mm-hmm. to yeah. get where I am. Fucking insane. So... With buying the boosters and shit. That, too. <laughs> so... So I made a TR I'm glad, character. I'm glad they fixed that. I definitely am. I'm glad, too. So we made TR characters. Even you eventually came along, but your TR character is very low level. Same as mine. Because um, I don't play that often. I kind of am itching to play some more. It's been a while, and I'm kind of feeling it, right? Uh, I'm feeling the hype at the moment for Planet Side. Things are looking good for Planet Side, and uh, I keep playing Genshin Impact. But that's a different problem. That's a gambling addiction. Except I'm not gambling. Yep. Though I'm about to pull for Hu Tao. That's a different story. Two RAF, right? Second Republic Assault Force. They uh, are the guild that we have our two or our TR alt accounts in, and they are a highly organized. It's got Krita vibes. Like Krita was the guild we were in in Guild Wars that did World v World. Right, they would pull a hundred people together, and they would coordinate world v world high level macro tactics with micro battle strategy, 
effectively. That was cool as shit. Two Raft does that, but in Planetside, which I didn't think was possible because Planetside's kind of chaotic, right? But they, they, they're the absolute mad people, mad men and women of Two Rav. They fucking did it, and it's kind of wild. And I, I think you've been on like maybe one of their op nights. Um, uh, post op, I don't think I've actually been there for one of their ops. I haven't either because they're we're on the East Coast server, Emerald, which is the best server. Uh, because when we started playing, it was the only server. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. Well, yeah, because I think uh, when, when you guys when we brought you guys in, because I think it, oh, I had been playing since beta, but Chet mm-hmm. started playing with me because he thought it looked cool. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, I have an account for that. Um, but when we brought you guys in. I'm pretty certain Connery existed. It just wasn't functioning. Like the the servers were hard dead. Yeah, they like would come in and out, and it would like be really laggy when they were up or some shit. And Connery's gone in and out of having that. It's like they never actually changed server machines they just fixed it each time or something stupid but mm-hmm. yeah, so connery so existed yeah, I, connery was the u.s west server i'm on the west coast i live in the seattle area you live like on the eastern edge of canada beyond the east coast of the united states where the time zone is like plus four hours not three yep uh so you're you're one hour deeper east than eastern standard time um which is crazy that you even show up to these episodes and yet sarge in oklahoma can't like what the hell dude <laughs> it's not that late for you it's very late for victim and here we are right mm, yep i hear the yawns and i appreciate you powering through it maybe this will be a shorter episode i keep saying that but it never happens maybe maybe this will be the one no i'll power through i got i gotta try and stay up at least a little later okay so i got <laughs> so so two raf is hot shit and they give me Krita vibes and Krita's dead and that i think we told that story before but our Guild Wars 2 guild, Krita, fell apart. That was the, the same story as Planetside. Like, we, small guild of cracked out players, join big guild of organized fun and boost them to greatness with our contribution. Same idea with Yeah, T-Rap. I find it funny. Simulate was, like, literally their best dude. Yeah, he's their top player. And he's one of us. Like, that's nuts. Yeah. Right? And then, like, Colonel Rick, uh, he goes by Alvarez in, in the 2RAF uh, side. That's his character's name on, on TR, right? Um, I think it was his old original account. Might have been. Um, he um, it, it also one of their best players, one of the best snipers I know in Planetside. Right, like sc- like destroys me whenever like because there was that one time we were fucking with him. Right, we were on our Melomancy accounts. <laughs> Symbolite <laughs> yes. was with us, in fact, and they were fighting uh, TR, and uh, Turaf was making a push. It was one of their op nights, and we were just like, let's just derail them because we can. We're only, like, six people, but we know them. We know what they're going to do, and we're good enough to stop them. Uh, we, it's funny how we literally threw the alert yeah. so hard. Just We warp-gated just them. <laughs> we warp-gated them to get their attention. They were slowly taking over the map, and warp-gating is, like, so the regions are connected end-on-end. End. And if you push all the way to their spawn that you cannot take, and then you take the other regions in front, there are three, um... You cut off their control of the other regions. They can't spawn there no more unless they die there. And then they made the third team on the map, like, overtake them. And it was so funny. Yeah, like, they turned their attention to us. It was like that part in Lord of the Rings where the Eye of Sauron just, like, turns to the fucking mountain. Like, oh, fuck, they're there. Oh, stop them. It was like that, except it was too rough. And we were fucking with them. And Symbolite was with us. He's their best player. His account name is, like, Symbolite on on NC and, and Symbolite, but the I is an L. 
on TR. So like they they recognized him right away. They're like, oh my god, <laughs> it's him. <laughs> they were terrified. Yeah, and then fucking and then fucking Rick's <laughs> like, oh yeah, victim. He's really good at the game. You should um... prioritize him. <laughs> prioritize him and the one guy's like oh yeah dude i, oh, I want to kill him i'm like god damn it rick man you gotta stop telling people that. it was great and uh i remember that i think that was the night where you did the post-op because uh, you uh you joined into their discord after that yeah that logged was over. over yeah and you you stayed up a few more hours with them when uh you thought you were gonna go to bed and it was it was that's what that's every day with them like that's super fun yeah somebody said he was gonna go to bed and i'm like okay i'll stay up with half an hour with you we end up going two more hours <laughs> I should know better. Somebody doesn't sleep. He only eats pizza. That's how he recharges. <laughs> that's his. That's just uh, the inner New Yorker entering your body. <laughs> it, pretty much, yeah. That's the New York energy powered by pizza. So I, I bought the two wrap shirt because they had a Teespring that's very new. I also bought a coffee mug and a face mask because I live in you know face mask world. Um, not I think to, we all do. We all do. I've, I, my mine's within arm's reach at any time. Well, I can't enter stores without it. Like. That's yeah. If I want energy drinks, man, I yeah. gotta comply. Like I understand the, the 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 CDC guidelines say that you're supposed to wear them when you're sick, but like unless we force everyone to wear them, the sick people aren't gonna wear them. I get it. I get it. So I have a two wrap mask, which is super cool. Um, I I think it's cool anyway. Uh, I I wear it all the time. And then like Colonel Rick has one too. We live in the same town. Um, and so like we, we haven't gone out to get coffee together in a while. Um. Because he, he was in my, uh, he was staying with me for a while, uh, and then he, he moved out. Um, but n- next time, we, we can mask up with the, with the double two raft mask to see if anybody notices. I don't know. Sounds like fun. Are you guys brothers? No. <laughs> I used to hate, you know, I had a friend who everyone was like, oh, you guys must be brothers. I'm like, who, why? <laughs> what the fuck? Everyone used to ask us that. That's funny. I hate, we hated it so much. <laughs> But yeah, so so I mentioned two ref, and I'm I'm rocking the merch today because so Planetside is having its best year ever. Uh, I suspect uh, probably better than DirectX Update, which was what 2018, 2019. Um, 2019, I think. Yeah. I think it was 2019 that they did that. 2020 was kind of a lull, like it was uh, basically riding off the hype of the 2019 DirectX update and then just kind of surviving, um, trying some new things, just kind of going places, um, and then. Um, Oh, what's it called? So they tried and failed something called Outfit Wars, uh, and they brought it back. So Outfit Wars is this, like, different map. You don't normally play this map. It's only available for Outfit Wars. It's very symmetrical. It's on the moon. It's on the moon. It's got little moon bases. They're, they're, they got new geometry. They're shaped very specific to, to new game features, like uh, those, like, air shields that are circular, right? Like, it's yeah. there's, like, these circular bases that look like donuts, and it's there's enough skybox... Uh, in the center of the donut for one of those air shields. Like, it was very intentional. Like, these, this is new geometry for the game, which sounds like not a big deal to people who just play Call of Duty every day. But, like, considering planet had, side, okay? <laughs> yeah, we, I think there's been four maps. One of them has been canned for a long... Or, no. It got, re, it got repurposed into a tutorial map, I think. But we had four maps that all use the exact same architecture. Right. Like, the same buildings. So... Like, because... The lore is, you know, this is a weird hostile planet, and they, they drop buildings down, and that's the basis, I guess. So we haven't had new buildings in a long time, and a lot of the insides of these buildings are the same uh, area to area, base to base, and you kind of get to know them really well after a while. But there are subtle differences in each base um, that make all the difference. So 
this is a whole new map with whole new geometry and whole new bases, and that's cool. And everyone wants more maps, uh, and maybe Rogue Planet games will listen. But the point is, is that so it's forty-eight on forty-eight on forty-eight. Normally, Planet Side is like multiple hundred versus multiple hundred versus multiple hundred. They have the world record for most people in a first-person shooting match, right? They hold that record. The previous holder of that record was them. They beat themselves, right? Yep. Like all that battle royale shit, not even close. That because that's like three hundred people Doesn't at most. Even compare. Yeah, that's like one faction. Like all those like remember when Call of Duty Warzone was like, ah oh, yeah, we bumped up the player limit. Now it's like four hundred in a match. How crazy is that? And it's like one your maps are smaller than Planet Side, and Planet Side has three x the number of players, right? Like your all your individual teams dropping is the size of one faction in Planet Side, and we have yeah. armor and aircraft. Like it's not the fucking same. I oh Rick's I here. Hate... Rick's watching. Hey, I should. Hey, warn... I'm gonna warn him that uh, the chat is really far behind reality. Hmm. But if you ask any questions, we can answer. And then he'll see the video, and he'll see how long ago I typed that, and then it will make sense. Yeah, like I think that's one of my main complaints with battle royales too is the idea of. Oh, if if you die, you're out, and you can just queue right back in. No big deal. Well, okay, sure, but if I'm playing with friends, they're either gonna have to go suicide or blah blah blah. It, it, it it's never as perfect as I just queue right back in. Um, also depending on the battle royale, you know, the player right. base being dead or not, right? But, um, but with Planet Side, you literally respawn, and it's still it's still the same number of people on the map at any given time. Yeah. It is truly large scale. Battle Royales mm-hmm. are more like varied skirmishes where it could be a couple teams of people. Which right. I guess has its merits. Like I'm not, not talking shit. Also, but like, like respawning is part of the strategy in Planet Cycle. There's these like beacon grenades exactly. that like allow you to spawn there. You drop down in like a Battle Royale drop pod, right? Uh, there's these vehicles you can deploy where you spawn in the vehicle. Like There's multiple like ways to spawn and those things are usually destroyable. Like It's all part of the strategy. It's way beyond anything a battle royale has to offer you right so, so the, i bring it up and maybe we'll finally get back to the topic and finish it <laughs> two raf is in the outfit war outfit war is back for a tournament so normally it's multiple hundred versus multiple hundred versus multiple hundred but it's actually 48 on 48 on 48 single outfit only right so it's kind of like guild wars one guild versus guild versus guild um yep. so that's the idea. That's kind of the idea. Uh, and Turaf had a glorious victory. So I don't know who Arshi TV is. He's like a battle caster. I don't know what he's known for. Never heard of him before. But like Daybreak, or not Daybreak, uh, Rogue Planet, I think they paid him or something to spectate these games and basically do the whole sports caster, like really hype man, excited. Um, here's the play out of the match. And that was cool to watch. I actually watched the VOD. Like I didn't see it live. I had to work. I had like... A bunch of really crazy things I had to do at work um, on a Saturday, which may raise questions for what the fuck I do because everyone knows I work in, in like cloud hosting and, and software. But it's like, what Saturday on call? What? Totally a hack. You got hacked. It's complicated. Okay, it's complicated. I'm not going to explain it. So <laughs> you wouldn't understand. Point is, I work on Saturdays regularly. Okay, and I was having a really busy day, so I couldn't just load Twitch up. I had to actually like do my job. Uh, so. Um, the, the, the point was, is I, I, um, I watched after the fact, didn't watch it live, but I watched Arshi's coverage 
of the match. And that dude is a hype man. Holy shit. I was like on the edge of my seat. I was like, God damn. That was so entertaining. It reminds me a little bit of Commander Sirius. I, I don't think Archie plays Planetside, but Commander Sirius does. But Commander Sirius is competing in the tournament, so he's not going to you know, cast it for uh, Rogue Planet. Uh, was he on the Emerald side this time? It was, it was his Emerald clan, but I think they didn't show up to their match today, or yesterday. Um, I I don't know, because Archie was like showing it, and it's like, oh, the, the Sirius clan didn't show up. Like I, I don't know what happened with that. Um but it's his emerald NC outfit is what's competing. Oh, okay. I think he's in a different outfit on his TR character on Connery. I think that's where yep. his 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 main squeeze is. And um, I love how you watch his videos and you can see just how small the pop is. It's so painful. I know. Don't play. I feel Connery. so bad. I I feel so bad. I mean, West Coast isn't known for being a shooter centric side of the fucking continent, anyways. But it's like I don't care. That server has just had so many issues over the years that nobody trusts. <laughs> like I don't care if you live in Seattle, fucking Anchorage, or fucking Honolulu. Go on Emerald East Coast, best fucking planet side server. <laughs> it's gonna be a shitty <laughs> time, but trust me when I say it's just it's the only way you're gonna get to play. In any yeah. capacity, you're just gonna have to l- learn to live with uh, Australian ping. Yeah. So Rick in the chat, he says that Sirius is holding a spot for another team to enter the match. I don't know the logistics behind that, but um, Archie didn't spend a whole lot of time looking at that match. He queued back over to the t- the two raf one, and, uh, and that's what I was interested in. It was pretty cool. Um, it was also really cool to see the official two raf YouTube like upload like the end. Um, which is funny because Rick, I could pick your voice out of the crowd. You were doing a lot of the talking in that video. I I almost thought it was your perspective. I'm like, did you record this? Like, I, I think your your voice was just the loudest among them. And then I remember, um, it was you were like, where do we spend the last eight minutes? And then you guys won. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was super cool. Um, Classic tunneling, fucking. I mean, honestly, I think one of the more interesting things to look at with Planetside is. It, it was never a competitive game. I mean, don't get me wrong. People played it competitively, mm-hmm. but it was never truly meant to be competitive for the longest time. I mean, it tried with, uh, they were called, it was like, wasn't Planetside Arena, but they, they were arena battles. I forget what they called. They had like a specific name for them. And what it was is it was meant for like small team ops. And they did that like years and years and years. And years I don't ago. even remember that. Uh, that doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, that was well before you guys played. Um, and it was like this it was supposed to be their competitive mode where there was money to be won and it just it never it flopped mm-hmm. didn't really do well people said they liked it mm. but no one really interacted with it yeah and so well, like we were mentioning you know Planetside has a troubled history of mismanagement and i think it's in a good yeah. place now with good management now it's just what are they going to do with it and i love their attitude like obviously Archie tv he didn't have a whole lot of viewers like they were probably in the hundreds maybe a thousand at most Right. Well, that's still more than most people get for Planetside, though. So. Right. And, you know, Commander Sirius, like, his streams only pull in a couple hundred, but he's streaming to YouTube and Twitch. He's double dipping using the, the yeah. bots to merge his chats. Like, I get that, right? Like, the devs get that. I need to, though. The devs yeah, yeah. understand, and they don't care. Like, the devs aren't sad that people aren't watching, and it, it gives the, the aura of unpopular because you get Call of Duty and you get thousands of people watching, and there's no delay to queue into a match. There's plenty of people playing it, but like planet side, there's enough people playing it to fill up the server. Right. And yeah, I mean, it, it's, it doesn't have triple A status. And right. I think that that's all, no matter what game you are, no, fuck like Valheim a throwback has like 4 million players. That's fucking nothing. 
That might mm-hmm. sound fucking badass when you look at it on paper, but comparatively to other games, that's fucking nothing. Right. Call of Duty probably brings in hundreds of millions. So the number of people playing Planet so, Side is in the hundreds or thousands, and you got to remember they're subdivided amongst like six servers. So like, and yeah, yeah across EU and of North different America, populations. So. so it's like, oh, there's only a couple thousand people, but they could all be on Emerald, meaning all maps are full, and you're going to be in for a good time, <laughs> right? Yeah. And the devs are fine with it, and it it really shows. Like, Archie's stream was super hype. The chat was excited. Everyone kept like like Rick. I know the chat's a little behind, but um, it's better than when I was playing Clone here the other day. For some reason, he's it's only fifteen seconds behind for him, uh, versus uh, three minutes it was the other day. Um, but what, what's the deal with the giraffe emoji? Like everyone was saying, you know, two giraffe hold my my giraffe. Like I get it rhymes, but I was like, where did this come from? All of a sudden, I was like, what is this chat doing? What's all this about giraffes? <laughs> it was funny though. Are they, like, are they saying for you to hold their ass? Is that where they're going with that? I think that like the chat in Archie Switch was just really excited for two raff. Like <laughs> that, that that used to be the old like old internet meme of a giraffe was right. your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's what they're doing, but that that's what, maybe maybe my uh, maybe my age is showing a little. I don't yeah. know. I wish I got one size up for the two raff shirt though, because I mean, if I if I pan the camera down any further, it would. My, my my dad bod is on full display. Um, obviously, victim, you, you know what I look like, victim. I I've lost a lot of weight in the last five years, but um, I gained a little bit of weight back, but I lost a lot of weight. It's not exactly praiseworthy day. either. It's still a dad bod, but I kind of wish I got yeah. one size bigger. This shirt's a little tight. Yeah, I I hate that. <laughs> this the entire reason I didn't buy the full ass venti costume. It's like hundred bucks. That sucks, but I could do it. I mm-hmm. I could stomach that. And mm-hmm. then. It fucking come. I, I look at it and it's like all women's sizes, right? Because Venti's not like, just women's sizes. I know, but they're being sold from like the Philippines, fucking it, from China. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fit into a woman's size mm-hmm. from Asia, let alone a woman's size from anywhere else. <laughs> so I was like, nah, I, I'm not fucking. Cosplay with this. is that's accessible to everybody, but you know, some characters they have to be thin because that's kind of their identity, right? That's the case with Venti. Right. Hey man, Venti who let himself go would be perfect, and you know it. <laughs> like you know, you can always get you know a different character that it that you could pull off. Like they're out there, right? Um, I'm tall enough to do Deluke, <laughs> but Deluke's the shortest male hero that isn't a child. Someone did a size he? comparison. He's shorter than Kaya. He's shorter than Zhongli. He's shorter than Child. Oh shit! Okay. And his heels are 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 higher. So when you, I think I think Zhongli is higher, taller than me. I'm like six feet. Someone lined them up side by side, and they looked at the size of their heels because they're different. Um, oh, okay. So he's wearing boots that make him look taller. He's a manlet. It's great. Oh, I got you. Deluke okay. is the shortest. Like, I mean, we're excluding like Aether and Bennett because they're teenagers, right? Um, so like, he's a manlet. Deluke is a manlet, which makes his rivalry with Kaya more hilarious because Kaya's taller than Zhongli, like. Good God. <laughs> I mean, Kaya is literally a descendant of the fucking Conrea people. So, I mean, he's already got that going for him. He's like all weird and mysterious. So, I feel like we should move on to other subjects. Um, sorry, Rick. I know you're watching. And I know this is the subject you probably wanted to listen to. But, like, we, oh well, it's been 47 minutes mm-hmm. and we should probably move on to other topics. Oh, victim. That reminds me. I'm looking yes. at the list of topics that I wrote ahead of time. Uh, so 
I know you don't give a shit about Warframe. Um, and I don't play Warframe anymore. But I've been keeping up with the news because I'm, I'm kind of hopeful and nostalgic that one day they'll pull their heads out of their asses and, like, make a good game again. I don't know if it'll ever happen. I think they just need to cut their losses and make something new at this point, but yeah. So they're bringing raids back. Okay. And I don't know how it's going to go. I don't think we could pull our old crew back together hard enough to do it. No, probably not. Because, I mean, Hydro was good at it, but without Tret to, like, be, like, the voice and the charisma behind it all, I just don't know. I don't think we could do it. Also, Railjack 3.0 is coming. I don't know if you were aware. That's not... 1.0 was not good. hot trash. Yeah. 2.0 was plagued with guilds gatekeeping it, and it was leggy as fuck. I wanted 2.0. to like it. I wanted to like it. Um... Actually, Rick should remember that. I remember he went really hard at that. What's Rick saying in the chat? Hold on. I don't even have chat open. <laughs> Wait. Invite you to what? I'm confused. I type back. This is not going to be a good experience for the VOD viewers and the audio listeners. Oops. Which, I'm really bad at this, but I want to remind all of our audio listeners that this is streamed live at spacecowboy.cc slash Dylon, and uh, the VOD is will be on odyssey.com. It is video now. Oh, to the talk. He wants to come on the show. Why not? Why not? Yeah, it works. Why not? Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to fix this in the window again. <laughs> um, I don't know. Sarge can never make it to our goddamn show, so I don't know what it looks like with three people. Uh, uh, what? Where's the link? It's right here. Copy, paste. Just read my messages out loud. <laughs> <laughs> let's see if he follows the link I, I sent it to him I added a password after you joined so that no one like no randoms join oh okay that's why you didn't have to type in a password oh I keep stretching my back is killing me dude I need a new mattress really bad like <laughs> I, I swear the, the, the purple mattress is where it's at I'm telling you like I've had it for a couple years it's uh, it's pretty good. I need to get in twin size though. I, I don't have a fucking big ass bed. I, if I had, I would love a big ass bed. But it just will not fit. Not worth it. So I guess uh, I, I mentioned that this is video and it will be on Odyssey.com. I also should probably mention for a moment that I ha- I have some Odyssey news. I don't know if you follow. Um, occasionally I'll I'll like some tweets with a brand account related to Library or Odyssey. I don't know if those ever make it into your feed. Probably not because you follow. Uh... A bunch of people. I, I see it, yeah. So uh, there was some there was some high octane cringe the other day, uh, where nice. there was this That's journalist. Kind of I, I forget who this journalist writes for. It was some blog I had never heard of. I, I hesitate to call it a, a, a newspaper or a magazine uh, because it wasn't anything that I recognized. <laughs> um, so let's call it a blog, and let's call them a blogger, not a journalist. This person like basically went on a rant in writing about how. Odyssey is for, like, the alt-right or some shit. And I was like, well, that's not right. Like, um... Oh, Rick is here. Hey. How's it going? You don't have to turn the webcam if you don't want to. No pressure. No pressure. 
Though, uh, if you're connected with your web browser, you may need to give it permission to your webcam and microphone because it is a, uh, there is a dedicated app for this, but, uh, I don't think you're using it. <laughs> if you're trying to talk, you are muted and I cannot hear you. Oh, victim, what happened to your video? Uh, your video is off for me too. What? What is happening? Oh, your video's back. Okay. Okay, it doesn't matter if I see you as long as you see me. Whoa. <laughs> okay. So while he's sorting out his uh, microphone and uh, webcam with the web browser, so this journalist, blogger, excuse me, uh, basically goes on a rant about how Odyssey is like, uh, you know, it's a hotbed for the alt-right. It's bad for, for reasons not specified. And then all the examples that this person gives in the resulting Twitter thread and in the article are all people that are on YouTube that have bigger audiences on YouTube and aren't banned on YouTube. But the whole argument in the article, hey, he's here. Yes. Sorry, I had to uh, reload the page because uh, it needed to do things proper. Oh, here, let me bring those out <laughs> of the way. Uh, I got the... Oh, man. See my laundry. Oh, well, who cares? That's okay. Uh, <laughs> how how are the new digs? Uh, I actually have not been to your room since you moved. Oh yeah, in. well, it's about twice the size. You know, here I don't actually have anything like. It's not clean by any stretch, but it's bigger. I even have a bed, Dylan. Look at that. Nice. I know, right? You did not have one of those when you lived in my guest room. <laughs> no, I had a uh, cot. <laughs> That's right. And <laughs> which the... is conveniently in a closet. Right, because cots can do that, and the bunny, uh. the bunny cage took the whole room. I remember. Oh well, yeah, they like doubled their size uh, <laughs> of their cage too. This uh, is a much uh, bigger room. Uh, so, awesome. Go ahead and finish the thing you were talking about, and then I will probably chime yeah. in a few one-liners about it, and then we can talk about two ref. And we'll go back to two ref. I actually do want to talk about more about two ref. I'm wearing the shirt and everything. So, TLDR victim. It was some high-octane cringe in the timeline. The, the CEO of Library, the company, actually replied, like, you didn't do any research or even reach out to me. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh that's great. Like, my my <laughs> the perfect example to point out is Level made them agree with them, disagree with them. Mother's Basement is very much not all right, and he's on there. Right. He, he co-uploads the boat. Right. So it's like, and you know who if else you uploads? Needed proof, I'm sure you can find more upper proof. Echelon. That's just the proof I have. Yeah. I know Upper, upper Echelon uses it. Mm -hmm. um, yep. He's... Right. I could see how you might consider him alt-right because he definitely bucks the uh, normal social trends. But I'm sure um, not. I'm sure any enterprising uh, high school student looking to dunk on the right uh, would put him in the, in the alt-right pipeline somewhere in the middle, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, he's in the middle, say, so right? therefore he's uh, not. Uh, he's right. all right. Is that something yeah. that I've seen very quickly? Is if you're not, like socially speaking, if you're not a uh, on the correct side, the uh -huh. progressive side, the over progressive side, then you're on the wrong side. But like, guarantee you, come you know, nine a.m. tomorrow on the East Coast, all those uh, companies that are super into. Uh, Black History Month will be pulling down all of their stuff. Yeah, uh, they do the same the thing. First in, is coming. They do the same thing in June uh, with, with uh, mm -hmm. whatever that one's for. But yeah, so so library right in Odyssey. Um, this article alleged that 
because Odyssey is backed by a blockchain, uh, they don't moderate. It's open source, so it can't be regulated. And like there was one other argument, but they were all three bullshit. So yes, Odyssey or Library is a blockchain that feeds Odyssey its content. But Odyssey.com, where you can go on your web browser to find this content, is able to strike content off of it. So you can go on Library oh. blockchain and you can upload Marvel's Avengers. And Disney can't make you remove it because it's on a blockchain. Uh, but they can make it so Odyssey.com and Library.tv, two different websites, by the way, both owned by the library company, um, they, they would strike it off their sites. Like, hey, this is, this is copyright. Like, get rid of it, right? Like, they're not going to let it sit there to get sued into the ground. So, yes, they will moderate their platform. Yes, they have community guideline standards that they will hold people to. Like, you know, and it's just that people argue that their standards aren't tight enough because the content they want censored isn't being censored because they don't participate in the big tech cabal of people that tell you what to censor. That's why YouTube blocks a bunch of cryptocurrency content because they don't want you to get, you know, financial independence from the system, right? Has nothing to do with politics. They still censor it, right? It's the same reason why YouTube bans people from Taiwan who are critical of the Chinese government or really anyone critical of the Chinese government that isn't American, Right. Yep. Because uh, they can get away with it. Well, well no, they, they ban them too. They just are not all encompassing about it. Right. But, like, it depends on how big you are. Like, Linus Tech Tips, he, he recently made a China critical video, and it's not down yet. Uh, but it very well may come down. Uh, whereas Odyssey.com welcomes, you know, people from Taiwan uh, to upload China critical content. And they love it. It's great. It's like, you know it's for everyone and people are mad that it can't be controlled. And that's the real argument. And it just makes this, mm -hmm. this blogger complaining about Odyssey look like, you know, just a tool of the establishment, which is probably boy, not boy. what, not what they picture themselves as, as, you know, a, um, a left-leaning person. Like <laughs> imagine these people existing on the internet, like 15, 20 years ago. I well, I mean, they'd be, uh, in a bunch of echo chambers inside of, uh, Oh no! Fifteen years ago, God damn, my life. I, feel, so I forgot. <laughs> no, sorry. Fifteen years ago in my head is like nineteen ninety-five, but that's not fair, fifteen fair. years ago. That is almost thirty. Oh, dear Lord. Good Anyways, God. so yeah, no, they just be uh, uh, talking about Xbox Live and uh, how they erroneously got banned. Their little brother was using their account on Halo. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> they weren't hacking. Do you remember, remember all those HeroCraft appeals when it's, my little brother was on my account. I didn't hack. It was him. I swear. How many times have you heard that excuse? I don't know if you tr if you looked at the band forums back in the HeroCraft days, but like. Oh, I, I used to, that was, God, that, was that, was, that was my morning entertainment. I was so funny. Uh, well, yeah, we, like, as soon as we started using Discord, we started posting the more hilarious ones. Oh, yeah, uh, that too. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, one of the first things we did Before with it. that, like, we couldn't really do that in Mumble or in TeamSpeak in those days. Yeah, just talk about it and guide you to it. Yeah. Because. Well, also, we did... were using their TeamSpeak for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, true. I mentioned it earlier in this episode. Like, that's one of the main reasons we stood up all that Melomancy exclusive stuff. Like, we had our own forum and our own TeamSpeak, eventually Mumble. But TeamSpeak and Mumble both, like, they don't have persistent chats. So we can't just, like, have something that's funny. Yeah, no. Discord, for all its faults, really does just provide everything in one package. I know. Uh -oh. And there are alternatives to it now uh, that work. Oh, good. We don't use them. Um, well, and... no, because Discord's massive. And mm -hmm. the even the free usage, with all the things they've removed from it, are better than most other alternatives. Right. And I, I'm not going to leave Discord probably anytime soon until 
the better thing that comes along is actually like mainstream accessible because mm -hmm. there's a lot of alternatives that I like more than Discord and I do use them just not with my friends because I know I'm not going to be able to convince them to come with me because it has just a few roadblocks here and there um, and they don't value their freedom. Yeah, <laughs> all included. hail corporate overlords. I know. Um, oh, but so. still. <laughs> um, would you like to ask things about how Outfit Wars works, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? Yeah, uh, explain to the audience both the the ones. Uh, there, there must be one or two more live. I don't know how many people are live because I'm using this well, weird I software. Was here, um, you but, were there. Uh, I muted it. Oh, I I muted it so I didn't hear us twice and echoing. That's okay. Um, um, most of our viewers uh, listen to either the audio-only version of the show that I create uh, after these live streams, or they watch the VOD. Um, yeah, and that's the, fair. I have good metrics on the audio-only version, uh, and I don't have very clear metrics on the video version, but it's kind of a new thing. So, uh, Well, yeah, I got you. Um, so Let's hear it anyway. Okay. So Outfit Wars is basically the only competitive thing that Planetside has. Oh, like, you know what? I'm going to interrupt you one second. I'm actually going to go oh, refill no. my drink while you explain it, and I'll be back. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Planetside's uh, only real competitive thing is Outfit Wars. Uh, despite its flaws, because there are some, it is a tournament arc for the protagonist, which is Turaf, of course. Just ask <laughs> us. Um but we we've really been hitting it hard because that was like the thing that Turaf wanted to do from the get go was build up play all encompassing you know armor air infantry because a lot of outfits don't focus on all three of those and we're doing all of them we're playing together we do re you know weekly operations where you know not only do we have fun but part of it is training we actually host classes and stuff to get people who are not so good at the game to be better at the game. I won't say good because being <laughs> good is well, there's, there's a big umbrella for what your definition of good is. Um, so with that, it is a platoon size, 48 people from each faction. You show up at this place called desolation, where it's just a bunch of fucking rocks and, uh, circular bases that we call donuts because they're hollow on the inside and yeah we fight over them uh you get there's a points ticker and all that i'm not going to go over all the intricate details because it's not important for the explanation and at the, there's a victory timer and there's a point total you either reach the point total or you re it's the team with the most points at the end of the timer i don't think any matches reach the end of the timer yet that's why I was really confused. Um, I'm back, by the way. I uh, I finished off that Crown Royal Peach that you left behind. Oh, nice! That was a good. Uh, that was a good one. That is good. Speaking of Peach, <laughs> surprisingly good. Uh, Svedka Peach. I am really? normally not a big fan of like the flavored vodkas, but Svedka's flavors are really good. Also, I'm going to have to let you try it. There, I got a uh, uh, short run Icelandic vodka, and it is kind of sweet. Ooh. Which is weird, but I mean, it's still vodka, but mm -hmm. like it, it's like it tastes like the memory of sweet is the best way I can describe it. Interesting. You know, like if you're describing uh, LaCroix flavors, <laughs> a lime passed through the water once. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the memory, memories of fruit, whatever. Memories um, of fruit. So quite literally. <laughs> so the 
And uh, what I was doing, why I was talking so much in that one, Dylan, was mm -hmm. I was in charge of construction. Oh, okay. And so I wasn't the high man on the totem pole or anything. I'm like the mid man on the totem pole. Uh, mm. But I did a lot of asking for support, telling my people what to do. I also reviewed a lot of video and found out that, boy, do I just need to say what I want. Uh, I'm always worried about offend not offending people, but leaving the military, going t to the civilian world. You've talked to people differently. You don't mm. typically say, go here, do that. You say, hey, could you please go here and do that because this is why. And mm. I need, yeah. I'm going to spend most of my week this week playing in the sweaty infantry stuff so I can just practice the go here, do that of it all. It should mm -hmm. help me out a lot next week. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Those uh, if I can watch it oh, live, right. I will. We'll see. Um, <laughs> well, our next match, because we've just uh, got the posting for it, is we're going to be up against GSLD again and the Sokar's Legion. Um, so the biggest outfit on the server is i wonder how they're gonna home. fill out their roster because they're in a lot of ways where a zerg fit for the longest i i heard so recently they recently started come back to the game oh and, yeah uh, they're modeling themselves off of two ref mm -hmm. um so that one is going to be on the 6th at 5 p.m pst okay that's so like that's a little saturday. bit a little bit before i, I get think. off work and they're only like an hour long oh, at most are you working so. on saturday yeah, I work Saturdays. Unfortunately. Uh, That's sorry. why I didn't catch the match live because I was like in the middle of like crazy like work crisis and I had to do stuff. But yeah, no, you're good, man. Uh, well, if it's a slow ev evening, you can pop it on. If not, mm -hmm. then we'll have the stuff afterwards. Yeah, Archie is the biggest hype man. He really likes us. Um, the plant side battles guys—they're a little bit Vanu uh, biased, but they still gave us mm -hmm. a fair shake, especially when we started winning. Vcats was the favorite to win. Uh, that match going mm -hmm. into it i need to come it's, up with uh, a better way to to watch things at work because like i'm using my phone right like i'm not actually using my work equipment um i don't know get another a, get another cord for your, get, oh, like a tablet no, or something that or like a stand for my phone because like right now i have like the phone case with a pop with a little pop socket and i just like i've set it down but get a it's get a tiny. small tv um hmm. uh, get a small smart tv and stream your phone to it yeah i could have that way like, you have a decent over size there screen yeah, or I think you could probably get a like a Bluetooth enabled tablet that would even do that. Maybe yeah. I mean, yeah. I well, I say Although at that point, why not just the, do it on a tablet? I guess, but yeah. yeah, if he buys a tablet, but the like a twenty-one inch smart screen or smart TV is not that expensive. It's a couple, mm -hmm. at most a couple hundred dollars. He could easily do that. A tablet um, might be fun because I could install Genshin Impact on it and I could like use well, a controller. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we are currently uh, in the second rank. Uh, GSLD will be a fight for us next time. So part of what happened in our match, because I know you watched. Did you watch the whole Archie stream? Uh, damn near close. Um... I, I know <laughs> when I watched through it, I skipped through bits and pieces, mm -hmm. especially when it's not us on the screen. Yeah. Although I am interested in what I see the other guys doing. Mm -hmm. um, so GSLD will probably be fighting us a lot harder than they were this time. They did fight us, don't get me wrong. Like that uh, final uh, attack on uh, F point or Pharos, I think is the uh, technical terminology for that one. That one uh, was a very serious fight. Construction really held it on. And uh, actually, the plant side battles, you can see me dying to save the uh, 
silo. Yeah, I think Archie uh, called you by name a couple times. Like, oh, I didn't really hear Alvarez and his, but that's okay. I didn't have a good. I. It's part of being in construction, so mm-hmm. I'm an. I'm a good player, but I am not a great infantryman. I mm-hmm. accept said uh, said thing. Like I'm at a 1.2 KD according to recursion, which is okay. So I've got so, a pretty good. Yeah. I've got a pretty decent KD, mm-hmm. but the kind of people that you fight in live versus the kind of people you're fighting against, like the sweatiest of the infantry on Vanu, wildly different. These guys, yeah. if I was watching their screen, I'd swear they were hacking. Guarantee it. It's 48 on I'm 48. I'm sure a few of them might be. Yeah, if they fairness. are, they are. But, but, like, yeah. my, but my point being is like, these guys are some of the cream of the crowd of, of infantry. Every one of them that I kill is a travesty. Every time they kill me, it's just a statistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I also uh, did a few force redeploys by suiciding into their battle lines so I could get where I want to go quickly. Because uh, I was just like the last guy on a donut, and I'm like, well, I can wait 10 seconds to redeploy or type slash suicide or maybe try to take somebody with me. Yeah. And, uh, you're not on the blue team, so you don't have like a teammate to do it for you. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. So, sometimes uh, you just gotta find alternate routes. For those that don't know, there's a there's a, a cultural difference with the blue team, new conglomerate, where the team killing is celebrated and frequently practiced, and nobody gets mad because it's just a thing that they do. Yeah. Or if uh, they get mad, they get roasted for it. But yeah, yeah uh, they'll learn. <laughs> it's a meme, and it not it's a meme that got born into reality. Team killing yeah. is part of their culture. Yes. It's funny because uh, I think in the last big, like community-wide event that was done it was just like a, a measure of like a what do they call those things the the stomps or whatever oh no the uh, uh server smash the server smash so, is what it yeah was. in the server smashes nc at tend to have the lowest team killing <laughs> yeah uh, when nc gets serious they have some of the lowest team kill uh counts but uh <laughs> when they're playing around on live no they have the highest hands down because yeah. Their weapons just kick so much; it's so easy to shoot your friend, and and they hit harder too. Yes, <laughs> and when you hit, when you hit your friend for a third of their health in the back of the head, if they're already wounded, you might just kill them. Yep, mm-hmm. that's gonna oh, be well. our uh, that's gonna be our episode title now. Team killing is part of my culture. <laughs> <laughs> I approve. Uh, I mean, we were uh, all NC mains to begin with. That's right. I actually joined Two Raf, you know, over a year ago now. To specifically in the hopes to get into Outfit Wars because our NC outfit would be it would be a terrible travesty to ever join because we only have like ever 10 active people combined. Like, right. for, you should have killed like 2.5 people. Like, I, I mentioned for, like, that earlier. Period. Like before, <laughs> yeah. before you tuned in, I mentioned that. So like we're, we were always a small outfit of 10 people on a good day of absolutely cracked accounts of, you know, like you've seen Symbolite and everything has unlocked. Victim has everything in the game unlocked. My account was getting there, but I had to start over three times. Yeah, and then, you know, you had a couple kids. I have a couple you know. kids. I can't play every day. That's still true. Yeah. like Exactly, exactly. No, I get you. And actually, that's kind of why Simbo and I moved over. Simbo was in there. Simbo did great. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't look at our metrics because the thing that we brought that the other sides didn't in this one, like the one thing that we had that both the others were lacking. And I see it in all the like the replays. It's just the sheer tenacity to be willing to die to get the thing done. 
Vanu, they unfortunately have a culture where dying to get the job done is not what they do. You know, they get they get hit, they run away with their vehicle, they go repair their vehicle, and that's not a game style that actually wins bases. No, it it right. stalls, and in a time in a, in a thing where you're kind of against the timer, that's just not going to help them any. Right, and you could tell the like Vanu cats, they're good players, but they're not well-rounded players they're very they're excellent infantrymen yeah like, they're very kill centric mm-hmm. they if, they like their high kds they like their safe plays um like in my like when i didn't actually really need to do a pep or prep but the one that i wrote you know like for vanu i was like they're just straight killers you're not mm-hmm. gonna win a 1v1 with most of them it's just what it is. Right. So just don't fine. try to engage them that way, basically, yeah? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's fine. And, you know, the Guardian Shield, they G- or GSLD, uh, they're, they're no slouches either, but they're primarily armor and air players. So we yep. knew that fighting them on the ground was m- probably going to go in our favor. In fact, I think most of my kills were in C. Um, not surprised. <laughs> most of those guys are not super serious about the game either. Like, y- you would think differently when you play mm-hmm. with them but then like we've all been a part of their their joke nights where they just don't give a shit well yeah they're, they're very they're very fun loving i would expect more of a fight from victory company than gsld yeah. well vco yeah. chose not to do uh join yeah. uh even though they're massive and they could have they could have thrown together 48 people easy the reason they didn't choose to join was because they it was out of protest they're <sighs> It's not perfect, and some people mm-hmm. expect things to be perfect out the gate. Um, so they're just being spoil yeah. sports, and they're just not participating? Yeah, that's fine. I don't care. Uh, it just means that's one less very competitive team to deal with. And so I, I actually we, mentioned, ironically, uh, I also mentioned before you uh, tuned in that um, the, the, the genesis of, of us creating alt accounts and joining um, 2 Raf, I mean, obviously, you picked it out, right? Um, yeah. And TR has always been your preferred team. But... Um, the, the alternative was, was first character. we were like, okay, we're this small outfit. We're Melonmancy on NC and Emerald. Do we give ownership of Melonmancy to Destiny, who's not going to drop the clan and not play, um, and go join Victory Company or GSLD or something to get the, the big guild experience? Or do we create a, a, all the accounts on another team? And I'm glad we went that route because it sounds like... Sounds like Victory Company is a bunch of spoil sports, and it sounds like GL- GSLD doesn't have their shit together. And what other big guilds are there besides Whiskey Stormcord's up like, there? Um, so yeah, of the there, ones a couple that, so yeah. on the on the list, they NC they've got Whiskey Stormcore, they've got the Guardian Shield, Recon Team Six, Neil No One, um, Reza, I can't. I am actually very terrible at Portuguese, so I'm not going to try to pronounce the Brazil one. <laughs> And uh, the 22nd Engineering Battalion. Of those six, um, 22nd Engineering Battalion has a lot of uh, ringers from T-Ref. So mm-hmm. if they're playing the same day, they're not playing the same day we are. So they might actually do decently because uh, they're going to they're gonna be stacked with us. We've, we're doing it not, one, because uh, T-Ref across the board is about shaking hands and having a good time you know we're here to win but at the same time we want to be friends with the guys afterwards because there's a human being on the other side of that screen right yeah, everyone, nobody, nobody every wants to hear you scream you fourth faction mm-hmm. yes every single person <laughs> you kill in the game shit. is a real person on the other yep. side all i don't know, i think they're locked to 200 people 
mm-hmm. on a continent for each faction. I think it's Maybe higher. Maybe 300. Like, I forget. It's 300 yeah, something. Yeah, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, but you're, there's a population lock on the con- on the continent, and that's... So, but you've got these massive battles, right? But every single person on the other side of the screen is another person. And mm-hmm. that's what that's what holds planet side together is yeah. the community because it's just a shooter like shooters are a dime a dozen mm-hmm. being a great shooter is just like entry right to having a good shooting game it's table stakes yeah yeah uh, after that then what is else is there well it's the community every mmo rides on the community no mmo is so great that the gameplay and the mechanics that the community, you know, it can be absolute garbage mm-hmm. and the game continue. Like, wow, wow is held up by the community. Mm-hmm. It's that been game. held up by the it's community better, longer better, than most worse. of the people listening have been alive. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I think most of your metrics are probably older. This strikes me as an older group. Yeah. But when I say older, our age. Like the millennials. Yeah. Which the boomers but, still think the Zoomers are millennials. I don't know. I don't get that. Like, Everybody younger than them is a millennial. And everyone older than us is a boomer. I know. <laughs> so. See, there is some truth to that. Poor Gen X gets yeah. forgotten. Those Gen Xers, they talk funny. Like they'll, they'll say, They have such weird slang. I don't get it. I can't understand what they're saying half the time. Like, what the fuck does cat mean? I don't know. Uh, um, Did that hat flick thing? I don't get it. Like, my, my little brother-in-law, David, he's a zoomer. Like, he says some strange shit. You know? Like... Uh, like what? What no, is their TikTok lingo? That Fortnite speak. <laughs> oh, but I in know. fairness, could you imagine <laughs> our parents trying to decipher some of ours? Growing I know, up? it's true. Like my dad doesn't. I used ha- to run, ar- used to run around telling my parents to STFU, and uh, it took them a while before they're like, "You know what? We know what that means." And I'm like, "Oh fuck! All right, I guess I can't say." I that. remember <laughs> seeing those like clips of like Fox News, like you know, watch out what your kids are saying online. Oh, oh yeah, like yeah. LOL means uh, love for Lucifer or like, something like. They're just the same as acronyms. <laughs> it's the exact same as an acronym. Then freaking Bloomberg trying to decipher the the lingo of Wall Street bets, uh, totally unrelated. But like, they they accurately describe what a lot of the, the phrases meant. But the, it, explaining it to the the boomers in the financial class and the ruling class, just it's hilarious. Like, yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the it's going to be a rough fight. We've got minimum three more matches uh mm. well actually i suppose if we do absolutely terrible we'll we could go out in uh, two more matches but i don't suspect we will um i mm. highly encourage people to watch even like and if you do watch archie stream assuming he's streaming us because man that guy mm. is just so hype and i know he's, he's got like the exaggerated reactions down like obviously they're exaggerations mm-hmm. but they look good on his face it, his his hype is like that's the same reason I watch Tectone. Like Tectone isn't a very informative Genshin YouTuber, but he's so hyped mm. that it's like it's hard not to get excited when you watch his videos, even though he's not doing it, uh, anything interesting. He yeah, uploaded a, he uploaded a video of him doing a fucking survey for the game. The surveys and that everyone it gets got more views than the Hu Tao videos that he not him but like other people in the the community uploaded around him. Yeah. I mean, shit. I just watched a 45-minute video today, or 50-minute video, of, uh, what is it, the outside, ex- or no, outside Extra, Luke and Ellen, doing the 151 uh, original Pokemon quiz from memory. Oh, oh shit. Okay. In the, in, like, <laughs> the, 
it only had a 15 minute timer on it, but you could pause it, the timer. So mm-hmm. really, is there 15 minutes or not? Yeah, uh, probably not. You know, fun fact, but, I've uh, actually, uh, I've actually got my Pokemon cards right here on my, de- on my desk, like what? in the background. Yeah. Oh man, I've lost my Pokemon cards years ago. But Same. like, you know me, like you know me and Destiny, we used to play competitively, and like uh, I remember, um, we went all the way to not Sacramento, but it was like some town in California, like north of Sacramento, but pretty fucking close to it to do a, like a regional championship. Like, and I loved doing the Pokemon League. Yes, it was called Pokemon League. It's this. So so with the Pokemon trading card game. You can become a Pokemon professor by doing an online test that says, yes, I know how the game works, right? To <laughs> great detail, right? Like, you are you understand. Like, you can resolve rule disputes kind of good, right? Um, if you were a Pokemon professor, you could request from the Pokemon company, a subsidiary of Nintendo, hey, I'm running a weekly Pokemon League. Send me free stuff. And then they'll say, okay, here's some, like, cardboard templates, like, with IDs. It says, sign your people up. Or if they're already signed up, gi- give us their ID numbers. That way they can quantify how many people actually show up to your Pokemon League. And then they, they give you free shit, right? Um, amongst the free stuff you get, and basically the, these cards, these cardboard cards are, like, little stamp cards. So you can tell how many games they play at your Pokemon League, which could be at your house, at a park, in a card shop. Most of them are in card shops. Don't go to people's houses. <laughs> <laughs> well, not anymore. You're not allowed to. Oh, yeah, sure. Especially if you're children. But, like, check Don't go out. to like, strangers' houses if you're children. This is please. a holographic energy card I got from a Pokemon League. And, like, yeah, it's just an energy card. But you bet I'm going to try to make all of my energy cards holographic, right? Because that's dope as shit, right? Like, I don't need oh, power. It is. I don't need free power. I need I need every card in my deck to be shiny by giving me the basics. Like, Yeah, no, a, my one... My one great Pokemon story is uh, it's all back in Basic, back before Basic mm-hmm. Two came out, uh, and when they emerged the first three sets, uh, what was it? Basic, Jungle, and Fossil, mm-hmm. I believe, were the first three sets. And before they merged them with Basic Two, uh, <laughs> we went to Toys R Us. My family and I. My mom bought me like three boosters. Rest in peace, Toys R Us. By the way, pour pour a little milk out for Toys R Us. Um, <laughs> my mom bought me the three holog- or the three packs and she's like can I open one and uh, you know and I'm like sure why not I, you know, they bought me cards I'm not going to tell them no mm-hmm. and she pulls a fucking Charizard I was so mad because I, I that was my thing was the Pokemon cards uh-huh. right so I was like I don't know, 120 boosters deep? This was more than a year after. Everybody our age, when they were young, were super into Pokemon cards, even if you didn't play the game. like Right. Yep. Oh, yeah, no, I had a deck that went unused because I didn't know where any card shops were, and my parents weren't nerds. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I was so mad. That's great. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. She gets mm-hmm. her, she got a Charizard, and she let me play with her Charizard. Ah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, uh, yeah, that that good old. Uh... Yeah, my parents weren't nearly as cool, but my mom did buy me a lot of merchandise. I actually have, um, I have a signed Pokemon manga signed by the voice actor of Meowth from the English dub. Like that's pretty oh. cool. Yeah, well, <laughs> hands down, the most entertaining character. Oh, for sure. And I don't know where the hell my dad got this. I, I think he. Um, was overseas 
doing um, overseas stuff with his job uh, in Japan. He went there frequently, and he, he came back with that. He's like, you like this stuff, right? And I'm like, hell yeah. Uh, I mean, I was like like five, like six, so I, I didn't say hell yeah. But, you know, I was super excited. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he posted something along the lines of like, frick yeah, dude. Whatever the, the 90s kids said. I mean, dad. Also, this deck box is super nice. Like, I've had it for years now, and the top part that seals it, that goes in, is actually a dice holder that I can slide open, and it's got... Oh, yeah. All well, I mean, the... Pokemon was one of the first games that suggested you have D6s. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's fair, actually. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember why we had D6s for that one, though, because I know that they had the glass, mar the flat glass marbles mm -hmm. for uh, damage counters. Uh, yeah. They came with the cardboard coin to flip. Most and... people use their D6s for damage counters because those glass things, they did not scale. Um, also... No, they were terrible, too. Uh, in competitive play, people use the six-sided dice for their coin flips, like evens or heads, odds or tails, and it was way fair. more fair to just roll dice than to flip those janky coins they gave out that weren't weighted properly. Um, oh yeah, the the ones that wouldn't uh, fall directly, they'd like <laughs> go off. Because it, it's got like a picture of Ho on the front, and it's like holographic, and it's like something else in the back, and it's like this can't be weighted properly. There's it was no flat white. It was uh, just a piece of stamped cardboard. Yeah, it was no. awful, but. No, okay, that, yeah, I'm trying to remember what else. I really liked the way that Pokemon uh, was set up as a game. Like, the prizes were cool, mm -hmm. the, uh, you know, having the bench, like, and uh, switching out strategically. Like, because mm -hmm. it gave a purpose to have, like, weak Pokemon. If the, re you know, the bench cost was only one energy, shit, yeah, easy. Yeah. Because even if he has 30 of his 40 damage on him, you may never get to touch that bench Pokemon again for the rest of the match. That's why this uh, this deck is very old now. But when it was new, uh, it was formidable because the Tyranitar in this deck had a one dark energy attack cost for an attack that did 40 damage to all the opponent's Pokemon. The benched ones, too. And that's Damn. evil. It's only 40 damage, which um, back in the day was a lot but in the current day was not because of power creep. Um, but power creep wasn't really a problem because in competitive play, that's the four yearly, like four times a year, battle roads tournament, as well as cities, states, regionals, countries, worlds, right? Those tournaments, yeah. right? Those tournaments were set-based. So like you could only play with a certain new sets. But Pokemon... Okay, that's actually very fair. Pokemon League, no limit. So... I made an a base set Alakazam deck with new cards. So I had the new age draw engine with the broken old Alakazam and uh, Clefable. And it was it was disgusting. Like, I, I clowned on so many freaking card shop kids that did not know. Like, with cards older than them. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. which made me feel old. I was like, you know, 18, 19, 20 at the time. Like, it wasn't that weird, right? I still remember, like, so obviously, you know, you know, me and my wife, Destiny, we started dating at the end of high school in senior year, right? That's not a secret. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows that. But, like, <gasps> I, I remember, like, ex like, I didn't tell her at first, like, what I did on my Saturdays because it was, I go to the Pokemon League, right? That's what I did with my Saturdays. I went with my stepdad. We went together, and we had a great time, and it was awesome. And I was really nervous to tell her because I was like, I don't even know if she likes Pokemon, and, and this is going to be weird. Uh, it turns out she thought it was cool, and she went with me, and it was awesome, and we went together ever <laughs> since. But, like, for a while, she was like, I, I was worried about telling her, like, when we first started dating, because I was like, this is this is a weird thing that I do. We're always worried about <laughs> our hobbies, okay? We're gamers. We're nerds. The people listening 
are nerds. They had to tell their the wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, Mother. that, oh, yeah, I play Dungeons and Dragons mm-hmm. at some point in time. Yeah. Our listeners Unsure. are going to have to explain to their families, hey, 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 family, I'm one hour and 27 minutes deep into the Melon Mancy podcast. Oh, what's that, honey? I'm not going to tell you. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's better uh, if you just know it's a podcast long story. that I to. That's it. It's just some people mm-hmm. talking. I'm sure this episode will get plenty of traction in the future when people are binging like a couple of uh, months worth of episodes, right? Like, well, you know, um, it's okay. What I could do for you um, is up for the next theoretically four weeks. I have outfit wars going on, right? So I could pop in and give you the outfit wars update. I know you're doing what every other week nowadays. Yeah, we're doing every other week, and you know, Sarge doesn't show. He lives well, in he, he, he lives in he Oklahoma sleep. and sleeps and I don't know what he does during his day that makes him so tired but I I think he he does cocaine something no no um, I'm playing I'm playing I know Sorry. I know there, there's something oh, that takes his time one. in the daytime I don't know what it is but it's not it, it's not a job is it a girl did he get a girlfriend nobody lives within thirty miles of him so I don't think yeah, it's don't that think, unless it's like a deer in the woods. Oh no, not. not the cows. Unless this girl is like a, 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 a truck a with, with, with some horsepower that can travel great distances. I don't think so. Um, maybe. maybe she turns into a vehicle. <laughs> no, oh. like, I don't know what he does. I don't think, I don't think Sarge is an is anime, anime that girl turns into a vehicle. Ah, the USS Bremerton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that game film that badly. That girl has way too much. Her tits are huge, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Brimelow. <laughs> Anyways, so you're yeah. Sarge has things that make him tired. We know <laughs> it's, just, it's easy to make fun of somebody who's not here because he can't defend himself. And that's what makes it great. <laughs> also, he'll laugh at the majority of this. He may not oh, laugh likely. at the cow comment, mm. but he'll roast this Oklahoma. Back. Yeah. So. I understand. Well, not you know. I obviously don't live in Oklahoma. Anymore, as we but... mentioned that I lived with you and stuff <laughs> at one point. Um, not long ago. Yeah. you did not move very far. We you live in the no, same I town. No, I didn't. I'm still in the same zip code, Dylan. Yes, and we have an uh, Azure Lane character named after our town. That's fucking cool. Her titties are huge, but still. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the, it's the pink hair. I don't know. Seattle and big boobs go hand in hand, man. It's not Seattle, I mean, but yeah. that's besides what? the point. That's besides the point. We, we, I've, I've name dropped the name of the town that I live in before on this show, but I'm not going to do it now. But like, more reason for people to go through our backlog and give me more views. Hey, hey. hey. It's, uh, it's not. If you want to get the full Docs collection, you're going to watch the whole series. Uh-huh. Well, that would only be even before watching it. Some of these. <laughs> yeah, half of it. Jokes uh, on them. I have never said anything incriminating because I'm super careful. Uh, whatever. Um, anyway, I mean, well, <laughs> I know <laughs> we don't even use my real name. It's true. I mean, I, I, mean, I haven't even said what my uh, planet side character is. So, yeah, I did. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, no. Ah, Ooh, you're getting stream snipe now. Wait, I don't stream. But you well, have a beefy computer that could stream. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, how's my FPS lo- looking to you? Because that's it's I fine. have done the. Oh yeah. Well, after Jitsi caught up, it, that's all pretty good again. Yeah. It, yeah. See, there was—I no, like, guess I could. There was a convergence of sorts where everything was weird and bad, and that will show up in the vod, and then everything got good, all of a sudden. Oh, that's fair. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, working with the Magic uh, ISP Comcast, 
means that my up is substantially lower than my down for inexplicable reasons. I would fuck. I, I, ta- I, I would take that in a heartbeat, I hate but they don't offer that here. I know. Well, yeah, that's because uh, your socialist uh, utopia up there mm-hmm. doesn't allow it. I was so close to paying for that that freaking fiber internet, but like that that was like what fifteen grand to to run the line to my house just so I could pay monthly for fiber. Like, <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. No, instead you chose to uh, well make the house less bad. Because uh, my roof was starting to cave in, and I had to fix it. So uh, yeah, who needs a roof? That's done, by the way. Well, I mean, they're still they're gonna put some trim around the bottom of the posts because I have some posts in my hallway now with a beam going across the top, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, okay, yeah. it's really it, it it's almost pretty. It it's uh, almost there. Uh, basically, they put some trim on the bottom so you can't like see into my crawl space, <laughs> and then uh, the trim on the top is already done. Um, and then they're gonna sweep my uh, blown-in installation in my attic back into to flat. Because no, that's good. Uh, you, I've seen it a couple of times in progress because uh, I make about weekly drop-offs of mm-hmm. bunny poop for your you, wife. You keep visiting while I'm working, and I I, I keep not seeing you. <laughs> well, it's easy to just show up when I'm awake. I know. <laughs> And uh, I just stop by and get a coffee while I'm doing mm. things. That that bunny you poop know. is used for compost. If anyone's curious, like, <laughs> oh well, oh no, he just uh, hoards bunny poop in the backyard. Yeah, it's my They've, shit, uh, man. It's got my a real shit. Problem. Oh. <laughs> it's funny because yeah. Destiny's in the other room, like uh, arranging like plants and like those little like shallow bin things, and she has like a, a grow up going on on the top of our bookshelf with a light. Like, it's crazy. She's really into it. Like, I, I don't even understand how it works, but like, she's like prepping the seeds for spring. It's the middle of, oh, it's okay. February. It's the end of February. It's super cold. But like, stuff is sprouting because she's doing this stuff with the light. I don't, I don't get it. Like, Well, not only that, but <laughs> we had this false spring this week where we had much warmer temperatures mm-hmm. for like five days. And something, I noticed some things started sprouting, and I was just like, uh, I like, I went out on Monday with a hoodie on. And I'm like, why am I sweating? This is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really it's supposed warm here to be today, cold, too. damn it! It's winter. <laughs> spring doesn't start for like another two weeks, right? I bet you, like, like midway into spring, it's gonna still fucking hit us hard, snow, and it's just gonna be the shittiest fucking year. We didn't get anything, like very little, really? during actual winter until february dude i was until so february it hit us super hard i was so sweaty like a couple weeks ago with the snow like in this area because like i'm getting the stuff put into my my house because oh the load of snow on the roof might cave it in like that was the <laughs> that was the presented risk like hey you should get this done uh the, this engineer guy tells me after doing a different job for my house uh and seeing the the post the beam in my attic Boeing, like this, right? Under the weight, and it's As like... As a Canadian, I just don't know these problems. It's because my kitchen is fucking cool, and uh, has a big-ass yeah. countertop where there should be a wall, a load-bearing wall that some previous homeowner oh. removed, and it <laughs> yeah. doesn't snow here. So it's never been a problem I before. Get, I get you. Well, right, and like, it, yeah. it was a future problem that somebody... Everybody knows at least one person who's like, oh, yeah, I DIY my entire home. But they're not an engineer, and they probably did no math. Yeah. And, and they, they, they probably put their carpets down with a, a board that lo- runs along the ed- end of their wall, and it's nails holding the carpet down. Mm-hmm. Oh, or, that's, or, that's my house. That was my <laughs> Oh, no. The house that's I grew so up fuck. in, it was that. But also, they put wood glue, or carpenter's glue, if you're nasty, 
under the carpets. So we had to heat up the carpets to pull it up. Because it was real nice hardwood floors. But then they put a bunch of fucking glue on it. That's fucked. Yeah, my parents were thrilled. (laughs) I was thrilled too as I had to help them. Yeah, really? (laughs) You know, those teenage woes, right? That's just wild. Just think of it as another chore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> are you paying mm-hmm. for it? <laughs> no. Are you paying to live here? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> the parents' ultimate uh, defense. That's right. That only really works when they're over 18, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. Unless they're uh, really poor. <laughs> oof. Yeah. Oof. Uh, so uh, anything else on your agenda to talk about, really? You know, while we have you here, I want to talk about MMOs because Victim posted a video earlier in oh, our Discord. Yeah. And I think we I should talk about it. You yeah, actually I watched the video. I did not watch the video, but you play okay. more MMOs than I do. Or at least you have. Well, sort of. And I'm thinking uh, yeah, you two could talk it out uh, because I'm not very knowledgeable on the subject. I thought <laughs> Guild Wars 2 was a good game. I conned you all. <laughs> you conned. It, it, it was a fine game. I know. Guild I know. Wars 2 is fine. What broke me personally on MMOs <laughs> was actually Black Desert. Because you had a really badass action combat system. Admittedly, the gear kind of broke it, but mm-hmm. we'll get past that. Well, Just hey, on before paper. before you go, like let's let, oh, let's no. say um, so this video. What victim? Can you go over its key points, like for the audience's sake? Oh, okay. Uh, so I guess the key points was MMO genre is nose diving. Um, even with mm-hmm. what we have at, at, available to us, like. The newest is from, like, 2017, and that game was in beta for a lot longer, Albion Online. But, like, most of the games came out back in, like, 2012. So they're all very old, very dated. Mm-hmm. Some of them have had remasters, like BDO, for instance. Like, they, yeah. they've had... F-14. But it, yeah. Yeah. But most of the games that are coming out, even, are mirroring older MMOs. So you got, like, a lot of EverQuest clones. You got a lot of... Uh, well, not a lot of, but a RuneScape clone, I guess. Um, among other things, and then a lot of other MMOs that just are hitting really good niches, and they'll probably do well in their audiences, like Arcage 2, uh, Mortal Online 2, um, fuck, there's a Blue Protocol, I guess, yes. is another one. I, that's the one there I know about. Of. That's the only one that I know about. <laughs> well, we say tons. They're like 10. <laughs> yeah, um, I suppose that's fair. I, I say tons because it's the most we've seen. It's a lot of though, MMOs, because MMOs well, are big investment. that much. Yeah, uh, yeah but, but we're still waiting, like, four years on some of them it's insane yeah. uh, and they don't look good they don't look like they're gonna play good a ton of them look like if wow has a superior combat system than you your mmo sucks out the gate yeah wow is the box standard if you can't compete with that on at least a gameplay level because you're not competing on a community level it has more players than god has in heaven um I don't know. Fucking everybody's played WoW. Even people who haven't played WoW know about WoW. Like, yeah, well, well, down to its core. Yeah, that's Reach. me. I know about it. I know what it looks like. I've heard the um, the FSR song. I get yep, it. Yep. I know everything there is to know about WoW. I, I guess. Well, <laughs> and uh, WoW is getting ready to have uh, Burning Crusade and WoW Classic, which is peak WoW, so it'll probably have more players logging back into that, but they're logging back in for nostalgia, I think, more mm. than anything else. And yeah, it's not. It has no last. It, it won't last because no, I mean, I look mean, at Vanilla WoW. Yeah. It lasted for a month. About. I mean, there's well, still people that played it, but like 
the large bulk of people that came to it ended up realizing that it wasn't what they wanted. There's a guy. Oh, no, the nostalgia um, guys stayed. There's a guy at my work. Um, I'm friends with him on Discord. He plays Planet Side, or he used to play Planet Side as well. I wonder what his take is because I'm friends with him on Discord and I see he plays WoW Classic like every day. I'm wondering what is he doing. Like, <laughs> there are some people that are super still into WoW Classic. That is mm-hmm. some. Yeah. Like, and there's nothing wrong with it. If you play something you like, that's great. But it's like Planet Side. The thing that keeps the game alive is the community. Yep. Like, you know, Peon hit a lot of things on nail on the head. Um, you know, he, he's like, the stories are all kind of mediocre, which is true. Because, mm. you know, uh, I was talking, you know, with uh, one of our other community members while we were playing Warzone. I play a lot of Call of Duty Warzone. It's a nice time killer and it's fun mm-hmm. to play. But more to the point, I was playing with one of our other community members. And I was talking about it with her. And, uh, you know, she brought up the great point when I said something about writing it being like crap. It's hard to write a 200 plus hour narrative. Mm-hmm. It really is. And keep it engaging more specifically. Yeah. And like, Guild Wars was the only one I could even think of that's even engaging. Like Fantasy Star Online <laughs> and it, 2? And it had its low points. It's just, <laughs> yeah. Well, Fantasy Star on t- Online 2 is literally just anime, anime in space. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. They, yeah they, mean, they lean into tropes quite a bit. And Guild Wars it's wasn't good at launch, like the story. Like oh, It got wow. good later, but after you turn, it, tuned out. It, <laughs> yeah, it, it had like really good high points, but it also had a lot of lulls that lasted way too long. Yes, that is also correct. Like, very clear that they, they were very pointed in where they set their writers. To, I, wa- I want to say content. that the payoff was worth it because there was some really good shit in Guild Wars 2's story and plot, but like... It came too little too late. Like I, I, I think Heart of Thorns was peak story for me. I mean, I did appreciate the rebirth of our guy and uh, what was the next expansion called? I forgot. Path of Fire. And uh, seeing the glorious Joko. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but also Joko in a side note. the following uh, Living World Season 4 after that expansion. Mm. Joko was in that as well. We actually fought and killed him. Oh, well, of course. Of course we did. And, uh, and that was actually really cool the way they did it. And it was yeah. entertaining to me. Yeah. And like Guild Wars also had, for me at least, Guild Wars has this problem with the stakes. The stakes in the first game before any of the living world was save the world. Where do you go from there? You continue you to save, save of... the world. It was right. awful. I get it. Yeah, like no. When you <laughs> save all of known creation, over and over again, it stops being cool. Um, right. Like, and then all the I... player characters are. I'm saving the world, and I'm I glow yes. like a freaking uh, rave, and I'm blinding your eyes and your graphics card. And God, I hate it every time. I just like look at my character. Isn't this so cool? And it's just like a, he's got like eight disco balls rotating around him, and he's glowing <laughs> like a bright, fucking like a bright solid color. And I'm like, Hydro, my man. I love prestige. Like, don't get me wrong. I got roasted for my World of Warcraft character for wearing a bunch of rare armor that just didn't that clash with itself. But I look at that and I'm like. Fuck! I can't well, say that looks good. I'm yeah, sorry, there's. Man. Well, it's a lot easier to do nowadays uh, since they added the wardrobe system. You know, like yeah. five, six years ago. <laughs> yeah. But, um, with that, the so, like, my take with the whole MMO issue is like you've got crap writing, and again, I don't necessarily blame the writers for that because not only that, but right, as far as I know, 
writing is the short stick mm-hmm. for video games, pretty much. Also, a lot of the writers. If, you, if you're a writer on an MMO, oh, go ahead. it's either your craft is getting shit on because you're literally being spread as thin as possible, mm-hmm. or it's the easiest job in the world because you have to literally, literally put in the least effort possible. Well, right. A like if bar. you're. You know, like if you're the NA team for Fantasy Star, all you're doing is translation. You don't even have to do shit. Right. Yeah. You translate it and hope it sounds at least remotely okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but so when we look at these things, you know, that's where I like to point the attention first is writing is garbage. So you're not getting a lot of people who like you're not keeping people who want that like narrative that drives the plot forward. So, and people might disagree with me, like with Final Fantasy fourteen, whatever. Final Fantasy fourteen has a low bar to clear, and boy, they cleared it. But you cleared a low bar. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, that, that's pretty much the, the truth of it. And I mean, in fourteen fails in other ways too. Like I, I was just talking about this uh, earlier with GTA. It's like, sure, it might have a great story and it pushes its narrative narrative really well. But what else is there after that? It's like, sure, some of the fights are really hard, but it had some great boss mechanics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like they released like a boss every two patches. World of Warcraft releases like a whole ass fucking raid wing every patch. I so just, it's like I couldn't get into fourteen. Like the gameplay to me wasn't very fun. I it's tried. just like the, the content drops so infrequently, and it's because they are putting their budget elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And well, I think that's really the only reason it has a like, story that is considered good. I'm content to just live vicariously through YouTubers playing Final Fantasy XIV content. Especially the yeah. fan servicey ones. Like, ah, this classic boss from Final Fantasy whatever. Go fight it. Mm. Uh, did they, didn't they fight, like, Emerald Weapon or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I think uh, so. Ruby and, Ruby. I okay. think, Sapphire? Probably. I think they're going to do all of yeah. them, actually. No, Sa- oh, I assume. They did Sapphire, which was cool because Sapphire wasn't fought in FF7. Right. Yeah. Also, like, they turned Eden, the final uh, guardian yeah. force from Final Fantasy VIII, into a boss, and that was cool as shit because you don't fight Eden in Final Fantasy VIII; you just draw him from a boss that is like throwaway. Yeah. Right. So, but so they've got cool things, and most MMOs have cool set pieces, cool moments. Um, you know, if you're Bethesda, you have really fucking cool uh, trailers for. Uh, well, I don't think they're the ones that run some of them have Uh, cool trailers but they've stopped really giving a shit lately it feels like but my my point being is that there are things that are good and i think you know peon was right on the money with some of these things but also i think that the things that we want in an mmo like we as the mmo community like the the people that are like "Mm, i want that ashes of creation or whatever because i still think the combat in ashes looks well dated to say the least um, I don't think it looks bad per se, but it's dated. It's click, wait for the bar to, wait for the thing on the hot bar to go through, and you know it's Guild Wars all over again. Nothing bad about it. It's just yeah, we've seen it, and mm-hmm. so you're just not getting the things you want. Like Eve is the closest, but Eve has its own plethora of issues. Right. And- Try starting a new character in Eve. No thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's like it'll replace your first job. Your first job will be the secondary <laughs> job. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you'll pay to play it. I still got my well, finger. I, I got, they may not have. I've got my fingers yeah. crossed for Blue Protocol because Blue Protocol looks original, fun. Well, it's it's gonna it's probably gonna go the way fourteen went. I think. Um, which 
I mean, maybe it'll prove me wrong, but I think what, mm-hmm. what is inevitably going to happen is Bandai is putting money behind it in the same way that they put money behind, like, a Tales game. It's going to have a decent writing. Um, it'll, it'll probably take, like, a couple months to really push anything that's, like, super exciting. But once it starts getting exciting, you're going to start noticing that bosses are either, like, really samey or bosses are going to end up being, like, mm-hmm. just fucking, like, beat the shit out of them for, like, 30, 30 minutes and then they die. And it's just, mm. I mean, like, and maybe they'll prove me wrong. I mean, the MMO genre is in a point right now where all it takes is one game to come out that's, like, super good, and it'll probably kill it. But I mean, I don't know if Blue Protocol is going to be it. I'll probably still play it. I'll probably enjoy it. I just don't think it's going to be the MMO pinnacle by any means. Right. Like, I think what's kind of broken in, it, uh, like, the gameplay of it all is we've got action MMOs, like, Black Desert and mm. Fantasy Star to a point. Actually, Fantasy I want to uh, clarify that you actually have a bit of authority on, on Black Desert. You spent quite a bit of time in it. Yeah. That, that is uh, true. Black Desert was the one that hooked me. We Most of us have an MMO that was like, mm, this is the one, and we <laughs> don't let it go well after everybody else we you know are really friends with have stopped playing. We've got mm-hmm. Most of us have that MMO or game or whatever. For me, it yeah. was Warframe. Um, <laughs> but yes, well, continue. Warframe, uh, WoW has probably got a huge heaping helping of those people. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, Guild Wars was for a lot of our community. You know, they keep going back onesies and twosies. But uh, Black Desert, the combat was amazing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, back in uh, the the house that you lived in at the time. Yeah, back when I, come when, over, when I was in college watch. and you, yeah. you would drive out to come see me. Uh, the only, by the way, no, no offense to my other friends. You were the only one that would come that far to come see me, which was great. Um, but you, you'd come stay the night, and I remember you would have your laptop and you would play. And I was like, "This game looks fucking insane." <laughs> but it took a ton of time, and yeah, like it was, it was a game that was worth practicing on the side for me. Like, there's yeah. a you know one of the guys that I talked to in Two Ref. You know, um, yeah, we're you know we're friends, and you know he. You know, he and I talk about different guns, you know, pluses and minuses and stuff. And he's like, yeah, you know, I used to play CSGO competitively, uh, like to the real play competitively, not just like say that you do. Uh, but he, but he uh, wasn't Gold Nova. You're, you're, you're talking like he, he was probably like earning like, money in tournaments. Yes. And okay. he like he was on a team uh, at one point. And he it's like, yeah, you know, I've just been in a habit, you know, for a decade now to, you know, spend two hours when i get up every day practicing uh clicking on heads like aim training is what he called yeah um but yeah like i don't do that i sure as hell don't spend two hours every day aim training Mm -hmm. the planet side for me is a game but it you know his comes from csgo and i can tell you there's a world of difference between him and i when it comes to shooting i without cheesing him i don't think i could ever beat him in a fair fight uh, but that said, you know, it is what it is. Okay. And <laughs> yeah, I, I do other things. I bring other things to the table. My, you know, good looks and charisma. <laughs> yeah. Um, also the daimyo is wifeyo. I, I remember that one day we tried to like derail to Raph, like in an alert. And uh, I remember you just, you, you kept sniping me. I, I could not kill you. I tried. I, I really went after you and I just died. <laughs> well, the daimyo is, the daimyo, it, it's a, so for those at home that don't know what it is, Daimyo is a sniper, a semi-automatic sniper rifle, in which 
has some mechanics to it that are special. Uh, it's like throwing <laughs> rocks at somebody if you shoot them, unless you shoot them in the head. If you shoot them in the head, it does just enough to kill an infantryman. Mm. If you hit them in the body, again, it's like throwing rocks. So, yeah, Daimyo is a favorite for people who like to have the uh, mm -hmm. that challenge in. But it's semi-auto, it's three rounds to yes. clip, so you get three tries before they <laughs> <Yep>. run. <laughs> well, or, you know, you know, some people are really good at it. I have an old, old build with it where it's actually used as a sniper. A lot of people use it as a close quarters weapon where you just get three or four if you're running the extended mag to uh, try to drop people. But, yeah, the, it's, a it's a higher skill cap weapon that mm. rewards you if you can click on heads good. Um, it also has extreme drops, so you're clicking above heads, typically. Um, but yeah, that's a nice tangent about the weapon. Uh, Daimyo's ah. life here, though, for Dylan. Uh, he's, I appreciate that. So uh, uh, I, back, back to the subject of MMOs. Like, like what, what are yes. the both of you uh, looking forward to? Like, not necessarily titles, but like, what MMO, what does an MMO need to have? Like, features. If, well, if uh, the stars align... And uh, we actually make it into space. Star Citizen would have everything everybody ever wants. It would be yeah. like if Star Citizen drops the way it's supposed to drop, it will quite literally change gaming forever. Mm -hmm. I don't believe it will. I've lost all faith in it. But I'm not degrading anybody who has the faith in it and has spent new car money on <sighs> fictional spaceships. Yeah. Yeah, wow. like being able to be a, a infantry first person shooter space drive through space discover new planets fucking oh, man entire it. big uh, ass fucking yeah. ships and stuff it's basically action action combat eve in a lot of yeah, ways yeah in a With lot of ways the, but the, you're the other eve game on mixed the ship, in though. like it's it would be i think it's probably going to be closer to elite dangerous but yeah yeah there you go yeah. but also mixed with like any game that you can be a crew member on the ship like yeah. you know there are going to be turrets on the big ships that are manned by people and they're playable builds sure mm. and it looks like fun it really does i just i don't have faith in it it's oh, been man i think almost 11 years now since it started funding Ship yeah i have more faith in helix ships with uh, uh yeah. man manable turrets that reminds me of that game we played together what was that with the the airships oh space engineers no 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 no, no, no. oh no uh oh uh, worlds, worlds adrift. adrift worlds adrift that game got canceled but that was so much fun i i i wish we yeah. had more time with it yeah <laughs> uh but i understand what happened there too and yeah. uh, i also understand it didn't get enough money to make content really happen with it too so you know and yeah. in a lot in any game pvp that like any pvp accessible game where pvp far outstrips pve pvp players tend to make pve players lives miserable and mm -hmm. uh melomancy is a little bit too Spread. amalgamated of both yeah mm -hmm. for us to be like hardcore pvpers because we could have done the pvp we could have done it right we could have built the ships that were mm -hmm. you know stupid as fuck looking but mm -hmm. uh man we're obscenely you know yeah well built in, in most games like that our community is typically the one that is the blocker for a pvp only community to stomp the server like uh mm -hmm. we're not necessarily a pvp only competitor but like we do a little bit of everything 
And the fact that we do a little bit of everything really good, like, always stops those one-trick ponies. Well, I mean, yeah. on the small servers where we can be a big dog on. Like, That's we, Like, keep in mind, like, I have to express, our community is not, like, this massive, you know, 400 active person in every game we play. Mm-hmm. We're, like, we might have 30 different people in a month log into like, the my HeroCraft. We'll throw that one under the bus because... Good God, it is everything, apparently. Mm. Jesus Christ, we can't <laughs> escape it even a decade it our, later. It is our origin. <laughs> a decade oh, yeah. later, and it, we're still talking about it like, oh, yeah, that's a thing we did, and we should talk about it. Yeah, I get it. But, no, but the point that it makes, though, is, like, we were big fish in a small pond there. It, yeah. We were really big fish because we had enough bodies we could be on when other people were if they beat us in pvp that's fine we'll just break into their house and steal all their shit while they're sleeping yeah yep. we had tenure too which really helped there mm-hmm. uh-huh so no i get it uh we like we always won in the end because we had more stuff than everybody else on the server combined mm-hmm. we were literally robbing towns to keep our town afloat at one point <laughs> yeah especially the um, second time we came back because there was this hiatus of multiple years and then we came back as a joke but it was kind of we're fun. Like, yeah. <laughs> so we're like, we're going to turn this ocean into our bitch. And, uh, well, we built, yeah, a we dome. built a tower, mm-hmm. a diet tower and an underwater dome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Minecraft allows a lot of fun. Minecraft is a great framework for a lot of things, but boy, like if you could have an, and that's why I like black desert so much was the action of it because Minecraft PVP was action. Sure, you might have your rotations if you were playing the right class in Herocraft, but it's actioning, you know, positioning mm-hmm. your own personal skill, your fucking lag, latency, all mm-hmm. of that mattered. It was things that meant ma- like you couldn't just run a skill rotation. It wasn't tab like targeted. <laughs> yeah. Well, Guild Wars, you probably couldn't get away with a bot, but mm-hmm. wow, time and time again, it oh, proved that trust you could me. bot. World of Warcraft, uh, you can bot yeah. super hard. Yeah, like there was like there was a guy that was doing whole raids botting, right? Yep. I think there was a guy that there, there was a for doing that. There was a dude who used to bot uh, forty man battlegrounds with forty different accounts playing the exact same class with the exact same build, mm-hmm. and he would just, so, he would win battlegrounds straight up just by letting his bots play. Mm. Yeah, so like. And in, in, in fact, the bots probably could do better than the people could, uh, except oh, yeah. for being creative. 90% of the time, yeah. the only time they ever lost is if they were going up against, I think, like, at the time, you could queue in with, like, full, like, 10 people. So sometimes they'd get, like, really lucky, and it'd be, like, 10 uh, or four stacks of 10 people mm. that would know what's going on and actually be able to work together. But, like, right. that was super and, rare. Well, because it, I think it, somebody said it was, like, Druid or something, and so they were, like, a one-trick pony at the time, like, in the build of WoW at the time. Uh, but if you're not like humans bring creativity, like, you know, the positioning, yeah. all that fun stuff um, and bots don't. So, yeah, if you could interrupt the rotation well enough, then I suppose, yeah, it would be pretty simple on paper. But it's a lot harder to stop that train once it's uh, rolling. Yeah, I think for me, in terms of what my my big thing for an MMO, I think. And I know this is totally a pipe dream, I think, but like an actual legitimate balance between PVE and PVP, like a necessary equal equalizer mm-hmm. where like, if, if you want to function in the game, you need someone to be doing the crafting. You need someone to be 
taming shit. You need someone to be building shit, or so on and so forth, right? Right, like the kind of uh, where every item on the market is something a player has either yeah. crafted or mined mm-hmm. or harvested, etc. Um, yeah, it's like an auction house, but if it were actually able to be properly stocked, or yeah. more specifically, if like the auction house was limited in some way, because like if you know their iron ore was somehow limited, the it, then people would either have to a mine iron or b have their own personal thing. And yeah, I get it. It's a uh, it would be good. I think like theoretically. If we're saying theoretically, you get the you know the hundred million players that you need to sustain both the economy, the PvP, etc. It'd be kind of like if Foxhole had a PvE element to it, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, or like, I guess like if Arcage had a larger PvE mm, okay. uh, element to it. But even PvE in games like Arcage, uh, you had an awful lot of ganking going on. I think yeah. That's... If it wasn't that, it was the dungeons were super mediocre. Like, some of them were difficult, but they were pretty easy to once you just, like, overpowered them to just slap them out of existence. They were never really built mechanically hard, just statistically hard. Yep. Well, it's like, um, you know, I think... has got COVID. Yeah. I'm good. I got my first... uh, I'm good. I got my first (laughs) shot this week, actually. Nice. I I drank a lot of whiskey really quickly while listening to you. Ah. And I may, I may have had too much to cover the next topic. So you guys keep talking. Oh no, the to- next topic. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I think across, I think across the board though, you know, and most MMO players I think want the same basic thing. You know, is just a world where your choice feels like it fucking matters. Yeah. You know your choices, the people around you. You know, like, look, man, you. You look at, like, the stupid-ass anime. Well, I mean, some of them aren't stupid, but you get the point. Like, where it's like, oh, you have the guild of builders or the guild of guys that go out and mine shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've... Log Horizon's the one that I'm specifically thinking of. That's a fair example, moment. yeah. Uh, but you can't do that in real life because our games are just not robust enough for that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and maybe the framework isn't there. Maybe the technology is not there. Maybe just the money in it isn't there. I think it's mostly the money because those are expensive. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think on paper they can be expensive, but also you got to think about like the long term. Like if you build an MMO with like a sandbox PVP element, are you going to really bank on also having a good PVE when you could just bank hard on the PVP, get the niche PVPers in and they'll be satisfied, and then you just win out because of that. It's it's well, like cosmetics a, will uh, carry your uh, pocket exactly. The day. It, mm-hmm. Just getting it's, it's like a risk reward situation. If you do balance out both, you better hope you do it good, because you're never going to appease both niches unless you do it right. Well, like, and BDO had some pretty excellent PVE stuff, but then it got limited in various factions. And it's been years since I played BDO, so my knowledge mm-hmm. is lost too. But like when I for like when I was doing my trial week, I just like drove a cart around and I enjoyed it. It was fun. I've seen it. I had no yeah. interest in doing everything. <laughs> um, I just you know I built a uh, sexy elf waifu because uh, I was memeing when I first started, so I picked mm-hmm. the one with the biggest boobs and rolled with it. As you do. That was the Dark Knight, right? Like no, that was before Dark Knight actually oh, came out. Okay. It was, uh, mm-hmm. Ranger. She was the only elf body at the time. Mm. Anybody unfamiliar with BDO, 
your class is actually locked to gen whatever gender they are. And race. So that was part yeah. of it. No, race, yeah. So the race is primarily just the body type, though. So if you uh, wanted to be, like, a cute, like, you know, small girl, you had to be a tamer, right? I think it was tamer. Uh, tamer was the one yeah. at the beginning, and then they made, uh, what was the Shia or Shia? The, Shinobi? The actual, lo- the actual go to jail for making this oh, character. Oh, fuck. Uh, she has I think it was? What? I think it was. I think it was either druid or it looked like druid, something like that. Yeah, she was a status effect uh, character, which is not good in an action RPG. No, nope, uh, not at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, she. Uh, yeah, but she was actually like the three foot tall. Uh, you're going to jail for making this character, or that kind of uh, thing. But she had a giant boomerang as hers uh, weapon, I think. But they've done so many changes to BDO since I played it. But yeah, the having your class locked to a race and gender meant that if you liked the play style of the class, you just had to deal with being a sexy elf or, you know, whatnot. And there are pluses and minuses to that. Mm-hmm. But hey, she was super cute, and I will fight anybody who says that I did not do a good job building an anime ah, waifu. You know, I always appreciated the um, the archetype design-wise of the, the small female character with like a giant weapon like a giant sword Mm -hmm. giant rifle um whatever it is like that's super like that's actually kind of funny like i felt so fucking stupid when i did that in terra because at first i was like oh this would be hilarious i'll play this like like they're like the fairy race but they look like little girls and i'm like i'll play this the the slayer the sword is literally twice the size of her Uh i thought that'd be hilarious then you come to realize that all the early game armor is just lingerie Ooh, <laughs> try, I had to explain that to my dad who walked in on me playing the game. <laughs> the first time I've ever had to do that. I'm like, listen, it is not what it looks like. Oh man, that's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. I I instantly was like, you know what? Maybe this game isn't for me. <laughs> yeah, no. Back in the uh, back when I played 40k in high school, my uh, the in shop joke about uh, the little girl with giant weapon was the little girl wielding a lead teddy bear. Yeah, she just beat you to death with a lead teddy bear. You didn't, you know, it looked like a teddy bear, and then she just hit you with it, and it was over. Because any girl that can throw around a fifty-pound teddy bear like it's nothing, she's gonna kill you in one hit with it. No your neck will snap the are. moment she hits your spine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like your legs would go one way, the rest of you would stay there, and it would be broken. But yep. moving on, Dylan, is there something else you wanted to talk to us about? You know, um, if we leave the episode and make it too oh, long, no. people won't listen. I suspect. Oh. <laughs> so we should probably should. That's okay. We probably should not get to you. But let me let me uh, have a couple closing statements. And when I say closing statements, I mean Rick, you're welcome next time. If your Sundays are free, you could just be on our show, like if you are willing. Oh yeah, I mean typically they are. Um, yeah, no, Plant Side doesn't have anything special going on on Sundays. So. Right. So uh, there's one yeah. thing I wanted to mention, and I put it on the agenda. The agenda I put in the podcast channel is kind of a really rough, like, what should we talk about? Like, I'm going to save Star Wars for next week. There's a lot to say oh, about no. Star Wars. <laughs> there's a lot to say about Star Wars. And it's not just the most recent shit with with the the Mandalorian chick, Gina Carano. Oh, right? yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I wanted to complain about Star Wars as a property being a ripoff. Um, but, oh, you know, of doing... Okay, okay. Maybe when I'm so... <laughs> When I'm more sober, I can hold that conversation. So uh, let me close with this. Um, 
so 10 grand is a cryptocurrency that we talked about when Moon, the admin of shitposter.club, uh, in, hold on. One sec. So, 10 grand is a cryptocurrency that Moonman, uh, 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 the, the admin of shitpost.club, created. We had him on our show. We interviewed him, right? It was worth like 25 yep. cents when we interviewed him. So, between this episode and the last episode the victim was on, not the Q&A, uh, mm-hmm. the intermission that we had. Um, yeah. The price of 10 grand surged. Like, it was 25 Again? cents. It was 25 cents when we talked to Moonman a couple weeks ago. Like, Two weeks ago, mm-hmm. it was worth two hundred dollars. Like, wow! Holy shit! I have thirteen ten grands. That's like two thousand dollars, right? Like, okay. So I've just uh, tagged the bot and asked for its price. It's currently a hundred and twenty-one dollars ninety-eight cents. So it went to two hundred, and then it crashed to like sixty, and it's been climbing up okay. slowly ever since. I'm pretty sure it's because it's not too bad. a malicious actor has been pumping and dumping the price. Uh, they're gone. It's now organically rising, and that's fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, now now it's got its name out there. So Sarge likes to joke that we're the reason that ten grants went to the moon. Uh, I don't know. Hey about man, that. we may be part of the reason. It may be a tiny little bit but hey there's still a chance getting a chance to talk i think (laughs) was the biggest reason and your platform being that was a huge bit of it i mean i only have four i only have four digit number viewers right like it's a lot of people it's more than i ever expected for the fucking show but like i i don't know also 10 grands is part of the ubic network which is like a different conversation for a more sober time Mm. Uh, for how that works. I've never even heard of such things. Yeah, I could explain. I play video games, man. I'm not a, that I, big of a I nerd. get it. I get it. I could explain it to you <laughs> another time. But the point is, is that 10 grand's price is, is still rising from the, the dump that it took. And it's way higher than when we talked to Moon. It was 25 mm. cents when we talked to him. It's like, oh, that's so cool. You created a shit posting currency. Because <sighs> well, <that> Because <laughs> if you recall from episode 22, I don't know if you actually listened to the episode, Rick, but... That episode, like, the, the purpose of talking about it was like, oh, this guy, he runs Shitposter Club. He made a cryptocurrency as a joke, but the joke was that it was a fully-fledged, complete cryptocurrency. That was part of the joke. Um, and now it's worth money all of a sudden. And it's like, that's weird. That's not expected. So the other day, and I say other day, I mean like two weeks ago, um, there was a stream it wasn't on Twitch. It was on, like, the Shitposter Club fucking server. But, like, um, there was a stream of uh, Y at Shitposter Club, who's also been on our show before, but only once. Uh, I forget what episode that was. But, I think that was one of the episodes where I was playing Air Cage in the background because I was so oh fucking addicted God, to it. Oh, my God, So Y at Club has been on our show before, and he had a stream where he had an emulator running, and he had Mario Party 3 running with four bot characters four bots Mm -hmm. no players playing against each other they picked out who they were going to be beforehand with a poll and everybody bet this this currency 10 grands on who was going to be the winner so basically you can bet any number of 10 grands and if your character won you can only bet on one of the four if your character won you get your bet back and then you would get a fair share an equal share 
with the other people who bet on the character okay. uh, from the pool back to you, right? So I bet a single 10 grand on Donkey Kong and won. And the value, Kong, yeah. the value of 10 grand at the time <laughs> was $90. It was the first time it Damn. ever reached $90, and it skyrocketed to 200 from there. So... By so the, you still got your coins though, right? I did, and by the time I got them back, because there was a little bit of a delay, it was like worth two hundred dollars, and I I pulled them out of the bot and I staked them. So proof of stake is a method of getting cryptocurrency without mining, because mining costs like processor, like graphics card power it that I don't other have. Things right, yeah. I don't it have three hundred bucks every couple of months. I have a GTX ten seventy. It works enough. I can't mine with. It. I mean, I could mine with it, but it's. I'm not gonna get not much for very long. <laughs> I'd say that's mm, just on the cusp of mine worthy, maybe. But yeah, I'm not gonna get very much money from doing that. Uh, and also, like, not, you won't get a return at least. You'll you know. destroy it uh, faster than you make money off of it. I'd rather spend the time mining playing Genshin Impact. So, <laughs> point is, is that uh. um, I basically pulled out at a really good time when it was worth almost 200. It was on this downward climb when I pulled it out and I converted half of it into Ubik, which is the blockchain it's based on. I'll explain that in a more sober time. Um, but point is I converted it into a different coin and I took both those coins equal like seven, 10 grands and whatever the Ubik was. And I staked them basically staking proof of stake is a method of getting more crypto when without mining, it's like saying, Hey, I've added all my crypto to the pool. It's like adding cash to a cash register so you can make change, right? Okay. Uh, okay. I've, I've added my coins to the cash register so people doing their shit have an easier time doing their shit. Um, and I get rewarded for that over time with um, these, like, joint tokens that I can redeem for 10 grands. So I have basically passive 10 grands gains, and the price of 10 grands is rising uh, still. It's currently at 121, which is fucking insane. It's just shit posting money that shouldn't be worth anything. Um, and that happened between this episode and the last, and I wanted to bring it up because two weeks from so now, so everybody can get on their uh, get on there and make yeah. Some more. I mean, two weeks from now, the next episode recording that we're gonna have, like the story could be totally different. I didn't want to pass it up, but it is about time that we end okay. the show. So I just wanted to bring it up. Okay. That, that's the thing that happened. I bet ninety dollars. That's tech. exciting, though. I. Win or lose, it was going to be a cool story for my friends and my kids. Because it's like, hey, I bet, Hell ni- yeah, dude. I bet $90 American. What's, what's some fucking money when you get a cool-ass <laughs> story? Really? That's... I bet $90 American on fucking Robot Donkey Kong Mario Party 3. <laughs> and I fucking won. That was dope as shit. So, Robot Donkey Kong won you the day. I, I kind of want to pull my 10 grands out to cash and um, buy an Xbox One X, which... A couple episodes ago, we talked about, should I buy a PS4 and Xbox? I'm going to get the Xbox. Well, I talked to you about it in person, Dylan. Yes. You don't have to catch me up to speed. I know. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we talked about it on Discord after we did. episode, too, I think. For, well, yep. Because I stand by you. Xbox mm-hmm. is the right choice, and we should just leave it alone at that. For those I that, know yeah, all the PS people, yeah. PS peoples, you're not wrong. But in this case, you actually are. I'm sorry. And and Victim has a PS5, which makes me more sad. Like, and I play PS4 games on it. Yeah. So, like, I've been Sony faithful for years. Rick Oops. knows the story. Victim knows the story. TLDR, I've been Sony faithful for years. Backwards compatibility did not happen. I feel betrayed. Well, it's in now. Like, full-fledged. 
Really? Yeah. Well, I, I, if it's not in right yet, it's coming out very soon. I don't believe you, it. You need to have the PS uh, Now subscription, though. That's not good enough. It's, a, it's not good enough. Yeah, no, it, it's still scummy. It really is. Like, but. Xbox One X, you can put an Xbox original CD in it, and it'll work. That is yep. what I wanted from PS5. Not getting it. Sony would rather sell my childhood back to me. Like, mm-hmm. yep. with HD remasters and other bullshit. So I'm done. I have a box full of PS1 and 2 games in my garage, which is right behind this wall. And it's useless. And I can go to the game store, the retro game store, and buy up like for like a dollar or less a piece, like a bunch of Xbox original games. And if I have an Xbox One X, not the S, the S is download only, the X with a disk drive, I can play all of them, including Star Wars Battlefront 2, the original. So, I wish I had the chance to get the disc version of the PS, of the PlayStation, but whatever. Point is, I'm getting that, and I was thinking, I was thinking, I should pull out some ten grands and make that because that would be a cool story. Like, I with free shit posting money, bought an Xbox, but they're all sold out, so it's not happening. Don't worry, just wait until uh, all the scalpers are done. Okay. I guess it's already slowing down. It's just not good well, yet. Now the real release is happening. It's like when a game comes out on Epic and we have to wait a year for it to come out on Ex- Steam. Exactly. Right, with proper release. Like Oddworld Soulstorm. Oh my god, I'm so fucking upset. <laughs> like I'm I'm probably going to buy I'm probably going to buy Oddworld Soulstorm on Switch, not PC because that Epic Game Store, I'm just I'm not willing. I'm not willing. It sucks that either. game would play really good on a PC. Like I I don't know. Yeah, so one more thing before we end stream, because that's what you talked to me. One more thing. That's such a great show. Fucking Jackie Chan Adventures. So, um, one more thing about the Fediverse. So, uh, I started... We're proving our age. I know. I know. That show was so good, though. <laughs> it was good. Um, it was better than it needed to be. Anyways, all right, get on. Get on with it, sir. So, in addition to 10 grands, I also, um want to talk about no Fetty meta february so this is a thing that i started that's not relevant after today 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 is the 28th oh, of february fair. well i'm in the future so all right you're in the future because you're in the, the 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 most east east coasts i exist in march already plus four of my time zone and it's currently 11 so you it's the next day for you um which is crazy it's crazy that sarge can't be here in oklahoma when you're here at fucking 4 a.m your time Four hours You're... ahead of me at eleven. I think he. I don't. I don't Nolan, think are he you bitter about either, this? Just, just a little bit, huh? Are you bitter about the whole Sarge not being here? Just a little bit. It's been like multiple episodes since he's last been on, and he only lives in I... Oklahoma. But victim has been here each time, except last, except last time. And yeah, last time, <laughs> I, I mean, I think I've talked about it uh, to maybe the episode before, but just I'm having a really bad neck pain and insomnia, and it's been fucking my ability to sleep. So I just last yeah. week I was like I don't know Dylan I don't know. it's not gonna be good I'm I'm fighting through it to th- this week though so so last week I last week I did Melomancy Q and A I front loaded it with some questions I came up with myself and then I just played Clone Hero like to the people that showed up and some people showed up and they requested songs and it was dope as shit uh, one of them cool. was Hel- one of them was Helzek that's okay that's okay um, <laughs> it's okay that he showed up. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I love Hellsack. He's great. Like, and he recommended some great songs. So that was awesome. Would do it again. Ten out of ten. So, uh, point is, is that uh, 
there is a thing that I started that's not relevant after today, so I have to talk about it now, or it's okay, not. Okay, come on. It's not making it, it into the next episode. <laughs> I, I, with Pocket Paint, an Android app that is really fun, mm-hmm. really rudimentary image editing, I created a bunch of really dumb memes. Uh, basically, I copied the no fat memes and I, I, I made them into no fediverse meta posting February. No Fetty Meta February, where because one of those popular thing to talk about on the Fediverse is Meta of the Fediverse because there's multiple software standards that are competing and they don't get along and my feed is dominated by those discussions. I get it. So I was like, oh, and did let, it work? Let's have a month where nobody can talk about Fediverse Meta. And yes, Ooh. it did. Like, yeah, some people still okay. talking about Fediverse Meta. And every time they do, I reply with one of these memes I made that were really bad. My my favorite one that I made was this one of, like, it's like a panel from a doujin of, like, Konosuba, where they're, like, <laughs> spreading the panties aside for Aqua, but it's, like, Ricardo Milos. And then I put a cackle demon over his face, and I said, don't post Fetty Meta. Like, that was that was kind of gross, but, like, it was hilarious. And, like, people loved it. Like, I got so many retweets. I mean, everybody loves Konosuba and Ricardo and Cow demons, so. And vaginas. Kako, sorry. Like, you're literally just, you're just stacking... You're stacking meme metas. It was great. Like, it was hilarious. And um, every time someone posted meta that was one of my friends, I would reply with, hey, one of my no fetty meta memes, which I had so many. I had like 12, right? I didn't make that many. But I made like 12. (laughs) And I just would keep replying to people. And it's like, hey, don't post meta in February. Post something else. And people were like, oh, I should. Meta sucks. I I'm much better off posting other shit. And a lot, some, most people agreed, and it was awesome to see. Like, um, most people are like, oh my god, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, like <laughs> one of Beautiful. my friends, they, they she changed her like whole fucking username to No Fetty Member February. And I was like, that's fucking cool. And like another, a couple other friends of mine would like make memes of their own. Uh, that had oh, cackle no, demons expanding. They had cackle demons in them that said, like, uh, one of them was a person from from Shipposter Club. Uh, I'm too drunk mm-hmm. to remember their name. Uh, and they they had this meme that they created that had a cackle demon with a police hat on that said, "Oh, posting meta in February, aha, you're gonna get caught." Like, like, oh my Go god, that's jail. that's fucking hilarious. Like going to horny jail because they're talking about me. I'm gonna reply to their thread with a meme that says, "Hey, you shouldn't post meta in February." But it's like a thing that I totally came up with on my own out of boredom and was like, it's February. February is the month. Like I, I created it on a whim, like January like 30th or something. Like I just did not plan this ahead of time. And was like, this would be funny. Because there was a joke that went around uh, last year about uh, take the Fetty challenge where you go a whole week without talking about Fediverse meta. Because it was that hard, right? And it's like, let's do a whole month where we don't do it. And it's like, damn, that's fucking hard. Like, there is so much cringe on my timeline that I wanted to reply to. Like, for example, somebody stood up an instance called Nazi.social. Literally, N-A-Z-I, Nazi.social. How the fuck do you get away with that domain name? Don't know. They put a Fediverse instance on it. And somebody on a Mastodon server was like, hey, here's a list of everybody that doesn't block this server already cancel them and it's like you can't control who 
confederates with you. If you've never heard of this server, your name's on the list. You can't cancel them for that. That's ridiculous. That's so dumb. That's so fucked. That well, server is know, obviously it... a joke. Obviously a joke. Obviously That's like walking down the street and like Hitler says, hey man, how's it going? You're like, uh, hi. And you just keep walking. And he's right. Like, no, you just said hi to Hitler. Him. It's Fuck like, you. You can't wait, say hi to Hitler. It's, it's yes. not even just Hitler. It's somebody dressed as Hitler. Yeah, yeah, even better. <laughs> it's like, like email, right? So if you compare the Fediverse to email, it's like saying, oh, somebody created an email server called Nazi.email and you haven't blocked them yet. You've never heard of them either. You're canceled. Like, but I've never heard of them. What the fuck are you talking oh. about? And it's obviously You're cheating on me. I see you haven't blocked Jeanette four eight six. And it so was what a block. Is that? It was obviously a joke server with a single user on it that I never even heard of. Until oh yeah, someone it's tried just... to cancel me for it. Like what? This is a joke. I don't <laughs> care. The fucking tip them off too is the worst part. They fucking orchestrated the whole damn thing. I bet. Federation is I not mean... opt in. It is by default. You have to block them explicitly. Or else yeah. you just see everything. Like, how can you expect everyone to block this? Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but I couldn't reply to those threads at the beginning of February because I was like, no, no Fetty meta February. And it was funny. Like, so there's a lot of good meta, meta threads that I had to, like, watch and not reply to to, like, keep the culture. Like, because it's like, no, no, we're not posting meta You're dedicated. In we should talk about video games. We should talk about things that interest you. We should talk about programming. We should talk about, like, other things. Talk about gambling in d- dated Mario Party games to win fake shitposting currency. Yeah, let's That's talk- not so fake anymore. Like, let's talk about, like, why Genshin Impact is, like, way better than it has any right to be. Like, in, in all regards. Like, that's, that's what I'd rather talk about. I, I've also renamed the channel again. It is now Breast of the Waifu. Oh, my God, you renamed it. Wait, where? Yes. Oh my god, you I didn't even notice. In, in the, I had no idea. In the official <laughs> Melomancy Discord. By the way, Rick is a moderator of the Melomancy Discord. I am the major domo, thank you. That's right. I was like, we should change how we display things, because staff was misleading, because it's like, we have a podcast, but like, Sarge isn't a mod. So it's like, well, me and Victim are mods. I'm actually admin with the same powers as a mod. So I I, I I took Rick, I put him above us, and it was like, he's the major domo, which is a reference to, well, I mean, it's a word that means something, but like, I was thinking of God Emperor <laughs> of Dune, because that book is my favorite book, and the major domo was like the second in command of like the whole galactic empire, but like, you know, Star Wars. For those of you who off, aren't yeah. Dune fans, you may have heard it in The Lion King. Uh, really? There is, yes. Really? Zazu refers to himself as... Uh, fuck. What's the what's Simba's dad's naming it? Mufasa. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yes, Zazu the bird refers to himself as Mufasa's majordomo to the hyenas. I did not know that. Wow. When they're in during <laughs> the first encounter, I watched it very recently with my roommate. Uh, <laughs> some days you just sit around and watch Lion King with your roommate. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a, a not a daughter, complicated relationship. We just uh, we're we're friends and we do things that like watch movies together that you might not do with just friends but we don't touch we have that very clean line of Mm -hmm. we do not touch right so it's safer that way was that the first time you ever heard the uh, the word majordomo used in like a thing um yeah but i'm also not a did it raise alarms in your head did you look up what it meant before like (laughs) no 
I just Major Domo. I've, I understand is a very important person, and I believe it's actually a real title used at some point in time. Right. Domo probably typically is uh, somebody in charge of things, though. Yeah. Memory serves. I just picked off the top of my head for the the name of the rank because I was like, well, I just just read God Emperor of Dune again. <laughs> And I was like, that's the best book ever written. That's my favorite. And Major Domo was like the second command of the entire Galactic Empire. It's like Darth Vader. Yeah, if <laughs> anybody ever needed a hint what things about Star Wars Dylan wants to talk about, because I've had this conversation with yeah. Dylan in real life, not in the digital <laughs> world, and I know exactly where this is going. And boy, I wish I had time to read Dune. <laughs> oh, well. It's I guess on... I'm just going to listen to yeah. Dylan rant and nod my head a whole lot. It's on the podcast <laughs> agenda, but it's not happening today. Uh, one day. No, we don't have an, the next day to talk about it. You've got to go to work in the... Oh, no. I've got to go to school in the morning. Yeah. I don't know what Vic does. Um, and uh, you've got the day off. A- attempt to exist. That's, oh, well. that's where Dylan, I'm at. Dylan, right do you want to take cardboard? <laughs> 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 so i work tuesday through saturday so i have tomorrow off which is why i'm up so late drinking this much alcohol with the three of you uh and this podcast is really fun and cathartic and awesome and um is sarge here that i did i, did I miss him sarge Oof. is not here you said the three of you well rick's here oh, and you're here well, and I'm dylan's here, here. Yes. so dylan's one of the you three referenced of us, yourself and then the you. three of us oh or the fuck. three of you rather <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Dylan, how much have you had? You may have had a little bit well, too much. That bottle, I mean, you saw it last time you were here. It had not been touched, and I drank all of it just no, now. No, we barely drank any of the... <laughs> uh, but it got it gets better the more you drink in one sitting. So I don't know if you saw how full this cup was when I got back. <laughs> but you it, drank it pretty quick. It I was did like that. to here, and I drank it all. So And I had like this much of it before you got here. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I should just kill the stream now. I've had too much to drink. It's uh, <laughs> three hours, Dylan. You're going to have fun with this one. So now we're doing it live and with video, so I don't have to edit. And if we do the outro right fucking now. Um, also, it's not three hours. It's two hours and 29 minutes, so we're good. Oh, uh, sorry. The thing here, the Hoot House has three hours and four minutes. So oh, yeah. We, we did a bit of a pre Victim was thing. eating, and I was, like, typing stuff. Oh, and, okay. I feel way less bad. <laughs> We could talk about Dune now then. No, 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 no. So no, no uh, I'm, I'm just making. Uh, <clears throat> Thank you for listening to the Melomancy podcast. You can find me at Shipposter Clubs. Uh, <coughs> you can find me at ship at Dylon at Shipposter.club, which is a Fediverse account. You can find Victim at at mm underscore victim at twitter.com and uh you can find our friend here colonel rick on the melomancy discord he's also alvarez on the two raf discord two raf.net two raf giraffe outfit wars we're gonna win boys i'm not gonna like participate but i'm gonna root for them because they're like i'm I feel like I feel very proud of being like the lowest rank member of them, but I don't spend a whole lot of time with them. But it, look, man, you log in like once every couple months and you'll never get booted from the outfit. Yeah. Easy. I, uh, <laughs> I did not hesitate to buy the face mask, the shirt and the coffee cup. Uh, I have the face mask, but that lives in my car. Um, <laughs> 
because well where else am i gonna use it and i never wore... forget it if it's always with you yeah i wore my hoodie yesterday i will tell you that i wore my hoodie <laughs> i have i wear toe socks girls mm-hmm. tend to hate them but guys seem to think the toe socks are cool so go figure but uh, i have red and black toe socks i wore my lucky toe socks mm-hmm. um, i even have a red and black belt that i wore Hell yesterday yeah. two half strong <laughs> yes I don't know what the drafts are about, but man, it rhymes, and so we roll with it. Um, and you can we catch. Ha- we post like um, frogs of the day. You can catch um, Two Raf destroying the competition on Arshi TV stream. That's A R S H E E TV uh, at twitch.tv. He's going to be streaming the rest of the Outfit Wars shenanigans. I'm pretty sure. Um, not Daybreak, but Rogue Planet. Rogue Planet Games is probably paying him to do that. Uh, I think he streams other stuff too. Um, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. He, he just kind of popped up out of nowhere, but he's really hype. Uh, <laughs> and, I mean, it's probably going to be good optics for him. And you can catch yeah. Victim, who's currently playing through Persona Five Royal, which is a great game, uh, but he's going through it very slowly at Twitch. Uh, at, Snail sorry, space. excuse me, at a victim of gaming at Twitch.tv. It kills me how slow you're playing this game. I beat the original at hour 100, and you're like... And I'm at, like, hour 120 now? <laughs> you where, where is he, Dylan? He, I haven't watched him in he ages. just had sushi dinner with Futaba, who just joined the... He hasn't even joined the party yet. Good God. Is about to join the party as they're now. So he's, like, a little over halfway through with the game. He's, like, at the 60% mark, roughly. They're really close to convincing Futaba to join them. <laughs> That's... That's disappointing that D- Vic's moving so slowly because literally halfway and it's at hour one twenty something. In my in my in my defense, I'm playing the game on hard mode, so things take a little slower because of that. That's fair. But I also spend hours in mementos each. Time. You also have freaking uh, what what do we call is Izanagi no Picaro? He goes burr mm-hmm. and just. If you used Igazanagi no Picaro, the game would be ten times easier. So that's what I did. Because yeah. you could just switch yes. to him and be like, we're done with this fight. But <laughs> And then after the fight, Joker's fully healed. To be clear. Sorry. To be super clear, uh, I beat the original Persona 5 without that character, Izanagi no Kimi Picaro, uh, at the 100-hour mark. I beat Royal at the 100-hour mark because I abused Izanami no Okami Picaro. Uh, who is ridiculously overpowered and full heals you after every fight. Like, what? Like, I never ran out of SP. Because at the end of each fight, I had full SP. So, I Oh, yeah, went... it was a full heal, not just SP or yeah. HP, but FP too. So Joker was yeah. also and the heal his, bot. His attack, Myriad Truths, which is the thing that you kill Izanami with at, P- at Persona 4, if you recall. In Persona 5, it does almighty damage, heavy almighty damage, three times. Pew, pew, pew. And, to all targets. And his his trait is called Country Maker, so he gets a damage bonus for how complete your Persona Compendium is. So Persona Pokedex, if you will. Yeah. Well. He was broken. <laughs> He's a broken Persona. You don't have him. Yeah. He's not in your Compendium waiting to summon because you have to pay money for him. He's DLC. Oh, really? Oh, I thought I saw... Oh, no, he's got Jesus. That's right. He has Jesus in his Compendium yep. waiting to be summoned, and he's not nearly as helpful. No, but it's his plaid Jesus, at least. Also, not oh, yeah. nearly as helpful, but very high level. <laughs> so, like, no, it's fine. 
if he wanted to abuse the DLC that is free, like he could summon Messiah Piccaro, that's that's Jesus with tights, and he could sacrifice that persona to power up his favorite, currently equipped. That's true too. They would in, probably get tons fairness. of levels from the sacrifice performance. But whatever. Also, in fairness whatever. about victim playing slow, I have watched some of it, and I know why he plays slow because he has to read everything out loud. Oh yeah, that is part of it too. And he tries to do uh, the school parts like a diligent student and does not look up the answers. He tries to figure it out. And yeah, yeah I'm sure that too. has gotten him hit with more than one piece of truck. Oh no, you don't get hit for that. You get hit for staying on your phone too long. The, yep. the palace raid theme, that's the theme that plays when you send the calling card, and the theme that plays during the final boss battle in the final dungeon um, is so good. And I'm so excited for Victim to get there, but it's so fucking slow. Oh, yes. I've been, oh. I've been listening to those two songs, I Believe and Throw Away Your Mask, <laughs> on Spotify from other people who've covered it because it's not in the, at the uh, Altus Spotify dump. Like, it wasn't included, right? It's just the regular P-Pack soundtrack. Oh, it's such a good... They're both such good songs. They're uh, so somebody... good. And Victim doesn't know, and he's not there. And, uh, Even without me. that, like just the uh, gentle madman, the uh, just generic palace theme for that for that palace is also so good. Ten out Dylan. of ten. And victim. Oh, so I know yet. that. Ah! So Vic, er, Dylan, did you tell Vic how to unlock said palace? He knows. Okay, oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he doesn't know why. Because it is. He doesn't know why, okay. and he has no spoilers. Okay, good. But just that he knows how to do it, because if he doesn't. You know, he's missing the royal part of Persona Royal. Yeah. Like, the, the that Jordan made this mistake, and he did not get the royal content, which was very sad. So, yep. Victim's on track to getting the third semester content from the Persona Royal. Okay. Um, as long... He doesn't need to know anything about it. He just needs to know that he needs how to unlock it. That's it. Yeah. It's just the palace theme, Gentle Madman... The uh, the final boss theme, throw away your mask, and the raid theme when you're you're sending the calling card, you're doing the thing. Uh, I believe the three best songs in the whole fucking game. They were added for Royal. They were not in the original, and they're ten out of ten. And it's like I want to hear them. I've been listening to them on Spotify, waiting for Victim to get there, and he's not fucking there. <laughs> and the moment I beat it, I'm buying Strikers. I know. I I'm about to buy Strikers myself. So, Rick, Strikers, strikers is, out. is a. Uh is for many platforms but it's PC, going to be switch and ps4 yeah it's a is it a steam release for pc yes oh easy easy pc choice i'm probably gonna get it ironically i've never if... played persona well i played about a total of 15 minutes of persona because uh i've made iznagi iznami uh is it is it nagi or is nami Izanagi. Uh... gi okay yes. so Izanagi. i've made him go uh burr a few times uh, while you were uh, yeah. letting I, me I just played walk the around. Original Persona Five New Game Plus uh, only when you visited me. Uh, yes, and there was a couple times where we were where it was really late and I was very tired. I was like, okay, just take it, take the controller, use but... very truths, and just beat it. And I'm gonna get a little bit of sleep. <laughs> yeah, it, well, I mean, it's easy. I just slap some shit and uh, you know go save it. I've played JRPGs before. I've played Pokemon. I, look, if you've played a JRPG and you've played Pokemon, you immediately understand how this game works. You've got mm. HP, you got SP. You spend HP to do physical attacks with your persona. You spend SP to use uh, magic attacks with your persona. And you got a limited amount per day, functionally. 
obviously you can restore with items and whatnot. But yeah, straightforward. Yeah. And then uh, the Pokemon part of it, even though it's older than Pokemon, but we won't go there, is uh, you know you got to know about the weaknesses and strengths. Easy. Well, until it isn't. Also, yeah, until they don't have any. Before <laughs> like, we oh. actually kill the stream, uh, before we actually kill the stream. Uh, victim, I know your stream viewers, as wholesome as your community is, they don't really overlap with our podcast viewers. So I understand they're probably not going to listen to this. So I want to know. I want to ask you straight up if you're willing to tell me. Who are you going to ship? What who, What is your tier list at the moment? Oh, oh. yeah. Well, I don't mind. I want to know. See, the thing is, is that there still is one character I haven't met, to my knowledge. Uh, and she was worry. in the last cutscene, like before. Yeah, yeah. You stopped like, yesterday or today. Like we saw I don't her. No, it's it's actually been really hard. <laughs> like I I've liked on social link, but I don't know if I if I see her romantically. You know what I mean? Mm. I guess I don't know. But then I haven't even seen much of Futaba yet, or like her social link. So it's like she's not really uh, even like contending at the moment. Well, we can tell you that uh, Futaba is Destiny's choice. Yes, she's her okay. favorite character by far. Mm-hmm. Um, in the original game, I don't know if it was for anything in particular or just because of the hilarious meme fuel, but the teacher. My favorite. Uh, that my was, favorite. Yeah. Oh, man. I think, I, although the doctors really got it for me because uh, I, I've got a thing for uh, older and emo girls. But it's also uh, it's unfair advantage because we're adults and we're we're matchmaking for a high schooler, right? So like, right, yeah. which is also super creepy about all the adults. It's both acceptable and expected that we can't really relate because we're matchmaking yes. high schoolers, right? I suppose that's fair, yeah. So it's uh, like, I think, yeah, like, but I don't, yeah, these high schoolers don't act like high schoolers, and also true. it makes it a little bit in royal though, Kasumi. Kasumi's so good. That that's what GTA's been telling me to do. Kasumi hands well, she I think she was handcrafted for Joker for her to be like the Joker uh off camera canon girlfriend. She's like yeah, Mary think, in Golden. Isn't that Yeah, I was thinking it's one of those moments where like I think that that's kind of how, how it goes. Uh, I mean, well, so kind of the problem with P- for Persona 4 Golden and it's good that you played them in the proper order is it's like got everything that Persona Five has, just not as good. Yeah, yeah, like Yahtzee's review of them was pretty accurate that he would have liked that game a lot more if he hadn't played Persona Five first. Um, mm. And I agree with because like I played Persona Four first as well. Um, I, I think that's ultimately an issue I'm running into though. Like in terms of picking our waifu, I mean, because like Chie jumped out instantly. It's like boom, mm. easy choice. Same, I, I did not even me, regret it. And, a little uh, bit near the end, I was like, I don't know. Naoto's kind of cool, but like, I, I stayed the course. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, Naoto is be- definitely best girl for me in Persona 4, but like, I shipped Yukiko in my first playthrough because I thought, you know, she was the one. And it was like, nah, her arc was shallow. That was actually surprisingly shallow, and I regretted every minute of it. They have a cut. Yeah, I feel like some of the girls get really dropped. But you know, this, okay, to bring us back around to the MMO real quick. Persona is an excellent example of why writing for a single-player RPG and why writing for an MMO just are two entirely different skill sets. Because every person, every day, it, like every named character in Persona 
has a routine that they go through. They will be here on a day. It's like somebody handcrafted each person's schedule for the, what is it, six months, roughly? Yeah. Yeah. I, so in the that's perfect like every even the characters you haven't met they have a set schedule from the time that they start versus the time that you well the end of the game right and that's a huge part of the character development of them and you know where they are what they're doing because they have a life outside of joker it's just not important mm-hmm. yeah right so like yeah th- there's one girl you haven't met yet um, I've already warned you that she's not interesting. <laughs> but I know that, which one it is, then. That's like, you know, my taste. And, you know, you might think differently after you meet this character. Um, but I, I suspect that you will arrive at the same conclusion that she's very shallow uh, in terms okay. of depth. Um, yeah. However, well, it, obviously, last girl. Kasumi is uh, a royal exclusive character. We've already told you that. I don't know if you remember. Uh, she yeah, was yeah. not in the original game. Um, yeah. She is obviously a great choice, uh, but you you can't ship her yet. Um, but you can later. There are some events coming up, like the Hawaii trip that you're about to do in your next stream, where if you already had a girlfriend, you could have an exclusive scene with them. But you, I mean, up. you can have other fun scenes uh, yes. with. Uh... Yes, those are coming. But like, if you already had a girlfriend in the in the game, right? Like, if you picked mm-hmm. On or Makoto. Or whoever. Too bad we can't pick Yusuke. It's too bad. Like that, that <laughs> kept coming up in our original playthrough of P five original. Like Yusuke, like Yusuke right? was best girl over and yes. over again. That, was... that kept coming up in my P four playthrough. I was like, why the fuck can't I just fucking date well, Yusuke? Because I think at the time being, Japan probably frowned on same sex couples. couples. So yeah. it may be a while yet before we can have them in our Persona games. Although in, I think it's called 21 Sentinels, there's a, a gay couple in that. Oh, yeah, but your protagonist isn't a gay couple. That's fair. <laughs> uh, and then there's a trans character in Catherine as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, Alice yeah. has been really progressive cons- com- uh, considering their Japanese company. Well, Very surprising. I think Are they Sega-owned? I no. want to say they're Sega-owned. Oh, I, I no, think they're, they're, they're adjacent with Sega sometimes, but they're not directly okay. owned. I forget what it is, but yeah, their Western influence, though, is, I think, Atlas's issue, which is not bad. It's just that they're not beholden to the classic. I mean, a, a look at the entire like set of themes in P5. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's in, like, all, all the music is sung in English. All the code names are, well, not in Japanese, I should say. Right. Some of them are... Uh, well, you other... can try to put them in Japanese, and they're like, oh, you mean, like, this English word that... <laughs> like oh well i guess uh, the victim you did not answer my question what is your tier list what, what are you thinking mm-hmm. for materialist for the shipping like obviously it's not binding but like what's Wait. the running so Actually, has he met all the girls besides the one uh yep. besides the last one chest so? the one have the... you met the chest girl yes oh he, yeah yes. He, he me. hi fume the, uh... the only girl that is shippable that he has not met is the one with the giant forehead okay yeah, so I think it's probably somewhere in the range of like, like maybe Makoto, Hifumi, and then fucking names are hard. Describe Kasumi. what her, Kasumi. Okay, Kasumi. 
Kasumi's good. Uh, and, you know, I, and I Makoto, say that without fully experiencing Futaba yet. So. I have to give Makoto one thing more than uh, she is so repressed that she is going to be an absolute freak. <laughs> oh. Her intro is so badass, though. I, I, I don't it. know. Also, I... the <laughs> the side thing of being able to be like talking to the prosecutor be like, so anyways, I banged your sister. <laughs> I know, because... Most of the game, not most, like half, like a little bit more than half. You're talking to Sai, right? Like you're recapping the story. Oh, man. I was so disappointed we couldn't ship her. I know. She's not shippable. But there is dialogue. Just like how in Persona 4 there was dialogue for Yosuke. There's dialogue for Sai. Um, but it's it's not in the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So I would there's some fun thing of being able to be like, so yeah, after Makoto did some stu- shady stuff um, for me, we went back to, you know, your apartment and uh, I bent her over the couch. Right. Cause it's like retelling the story to her sister. And it's like, Oh yeah, I banged your sister. Like, wait, what? Like, hold on. <laughs> she joined my gang and then <laughs> I took her out back. She really God, wanted yeah. to study. Uh, the human body, and it's like, God damn it, stop! Like, no. I mean, also with the prosecutor, he's you like told telling... me to say everything, lady. Well, he's got the truth serum in him. Yep. They make that very po- <laughs> you know poignant that he's telling her the truth, and in fact, uh, you, yeah, telling the truth is very important. Yeah. Persona Five is such a treasure. Like, I love it. It is. Like, I get uh, it, I get it. There's a lot of Shimigami Tensei fans out there that are like, this game is too easy. It's not a real Shimigami Tensei game. Atlas. Well, that's why I'm playing them on, on hard mode, right? It's like, P4 was very easy. Yeah, you like, well, take walkedly easy. Yeah, but it also isn't a Shimigami Tensei game. It's adjacent, but it's not the same game. Yeah. That's an important thing. Yeah, they're, they're like similar world premises, except one of them takes it a little further than the other, is essentially how I was told. Well, if we're going back from uh, the Pokemon standpoint, right? Like one's red, red and blue, and the other's Pokemon Snap. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Although you can fail this one, unlike Pokemon Snap, you can fail it miserably. Don't do that. Yes, and you should save often because there are many routes to the bad ending that is all dialogue related, just like Persona. I mean, did. Did he ever go back and redo some of the uh, stuff for the bad endings in four? No, he got them naturally. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. the bad, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> he got them on the first try. Uh, okay. Well, except for the, the 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 evil ending, I didn't get that one. I just got the bad. Well, endings. the evil ending, yeah. you have to like you have to walk into that one. I didn't know it was even a thing. No, no, no. He got the ending where um he he got indeci- indecision ending. They begrudgingly killed the not culprit. Um, I mean, he could have purposely killed the guy, um, but he, he made a series of dialogue choices that led him to like, okay, we're, we're going to push him into the TV, but I don't really want to do it, uh, because you have to kind of perfect that conversation to go beyond. And that is kind of lame. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't really blame him for that. Uh, but the persona five, like I'm excited to see how it goes. Like, I, I think he's going to screw it up. I mean, some of them are very straightforward. Uh, like some of them are very much the uh, you have option A or option B. That's later. And if you though, choose option like... A, well, <sighs> no, there there are plenty of them. I I think of what 
three or four different conversations where it's option A or option B. Yeah, that's all. And that's option, all and that's to, very um, obvious. That's related but, to the third ending, or sorry, the royal exclusive ending, because the royal exclusive ending gives you several opportunities to bail out and say, "Yeah, give me the bad ending. I'm ready." Like, and it's like, it's worth. Sure? I, <laughs> I I've YouTubed the bad ending since we never actually watched the bad ending. Yeah, and it's actually really good ending. I know it made that, me feel that's happy. Why it's conflicting. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Anyways, that's why the final boss theme is throw to... away your mask. Like, this is yeah, on purpose. Yeah, we need to uh, not pollute Vic any longer. I know. I don't want to spoil anything. But let's just say The Dark Knight was a good movie because the bad guy's intentions were not fallible. In Persona 5 Royal, uh, similar. Where are you going to tell me Thanos oh. is wrong or, wrong or something, Dylan? Well, yeah. <laughs> Actually, like, the, he kind of was. But... Like, mm -mm. like, you know, he had a point. Yeah, Five Royal, point, like, but he he definitely had a child's understanding. There's a of, tier uh, of villains <laughs> of that are like relatable and arguably uh, less fallible than the heroes, and that is why Persona Five Royal is good. Uh, yeah, and it's like, yeah, I agree with you, bad guy. Let's end it now, and it's like, oh yeah, this ending is totally legit and totally worth it. Um, whereas Persona Four, it's like, you know, obviously we can't go this route, like. It's really difficult to, uh, you know, agree with Adachi. He's kind of a dick, right? But there is an ending mm -hmm. for that. And it's like, why would you go that route? Like, who who in their right mind would do that? I don't get well, it. Well, Adachi, you know, he was a great guy, like, character. Like, because he just yeah. played the buffoon, right? And then when, the, when his mask fell away, he was a ruthless monster. Right. But you could still side with him. Like, it's like, yeah, why? But Persona 5 has the opposite problem where it's like, also, in some of these, like, especially in that fight, you, you kind of feel bad. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's kind of the issue with me. Like, when I was watching, it's like, are we the good guys? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th think about it. If you get any of those bad endings, everyone dies. Well,. Right. But Persona Five because that's not the, the fog case. wouldn't stop. Oh the yeah, fog would four. still come. Yeah, yeah oh, in no, four, sorry, four, you're in absolutely four, yeah. right. But in five, there are like, like are especially we the baddies? in part three. I don't know. Like, it's yeah, in, in part three, <laughs> yeah, specifically. I mean, are, those themes are already present now. Every time you get the option to like say that, or or right. a character will question it, or so on and so forth. Well, right, because should the Phantom Thieves be allowed to steal heart? Like, if you have this kind of power. Are you sure you're the good guys? Just because you believe you're the good guys doesn't mean uh -huh. you're the good guys. Right. So I kept saying that, like, it really feels like a lot of themes and a lot of references might be, like, inspired by Death Note. Because that was kind of the whole premise of Death Note. Right. And you he could kill anyone he wanted, but was it fair for him to be killing criminals? Right. And and the game goes beyond that. Because, like, obviously, in, in Death Note, there was a right answer. It's like, you know, this killing people is pretty steep. Right. Persona yeah, it, it, it came does not deal with like should you be able to change hearts. It's, it actually goes beyond that a little bit. Um, you'll see when you get there. Uh, but it's like you will question: Are we the bad guys, or is the villain right? Like you know, those questions are going to come up, and it's like it, it's not straightforward. And I wonder what choices you'll make to actually get to the end. We'll see. We'll see. I don't want to spoil anything because it's so good. I can't wait to see your reaction. Uh, I regularly watch YouTube videos of the ending just because it was really good. 
Like, <laughs> and I've been listening to the Final Boss theme on Spotify. It's on my playlists. Um, I have to listen to covers of it because it, it's not in the original soundtrack drops on Spotify that did manage to reach. But it's late, guys. Let's do the outro. Yeah. For real this time. All right. For real this time with emotion. So, hello and welcome. Thank you for listening to the Melancy Podcast. You can find me at shipposter.club slash Dylan. That is my only social media. I own the brand account, twitter.com slash at Melomancy, I guess. But, like, don't don't try to get my attention there. I'm not going to look at it. Um, you can find Victim at at mm underscore victim at twitter.com. And also, a victim of gaming, twitch.tv, where he is currently playing Persona 5 Royal. And occasionally will stream Genshin Impact when there's something new. Uh, which yep. we talk about all the fucking time because we're all addicted to that game because it's fucking crack. Um, you can find our friend Conan Rick here uh, either as Skuma Dealer on Melomancy Discord uh, for the Melomancy podcast, the Discord that we own that I really would like to move to something else once other viable options are a thing. He's also on the 2RAF Construction Squad and Infantry Squad. 2RAF.net. Go there. You'll find the link to the Discord. Join it. Emerald server. 2RAF. If you're looking for a clan, if you want to get into battles, uh, if you want to get into planet side, 2RAF will take care of you. It's a great freaking outfit. Highly recommended. Our outfit, Melomancy, not going to take care of you. 2RAF, they'll take care of you. We don't play enough on the Melomancy outfit to take care of anybody. But it's a small clan of a bunch of cracked accounts. Whatever. 2RAF, they'll make you a cracked account. Just by making you good at the game, because they'll fucking drill you. It's great. Um, I'd like to remind you that this is live on SpaceCowboyCC slash Dylon. We will eventually move to Odyssey.com live streaming once it is publicly available. Um, the VOD is going to be on Odyssey.com. I fucking love Odyssey.com. You know that. I say it every episode. Um, and obviously melomancy.net slash listen is where we have all the links to everything because our audio version of our podcast is available on like Google Play, iTunes, and Spotify, and probably elsewhere. Don't fucking know. I set it up a long time ago, and it works. So <laughs> thanks, everybody. <laughs> Later, everybody. We'll see you. In Bye. A, we'll see you in two weeks' time. We have a, a every two weeks schedule, and we're sticking to it. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>